when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, everyone, your friendly neighborhood producer here, Kato, with a bonus episode for everyone in the main feed. We are now dropping both of our Rebuild of Evangelion rewatch podcasts for you as a special treat and as a a small peek into what we do over on the Waypoint Plus feed. Uh, We are also running a promotion for a discounted annual subscription to Waypoint Plus from November 26th, that's Friday, November 26th, through to Monday, November 29th. You can use the coupon code WAYPOINTHOLIDAY at checkout for 25% off an annual membership. Uh, you can add that onto a current subscription. You can add that, use that on a renewal. You can use that on a gift if you want to gift someone a year of Waypoint Plus. Uh, thanks to Waypoint Plus, we've been able to do more streams, more podcasts like this Ava podcast you're about to listen to, and uh, even start hiring process to hire new uh, team members to keep making great podcasts and streams that you all enjoy. Thank you all very much if you've already subscribed, and thank you to everyone who can't subscribe but is still supporting us through their uh, listens and other various forms of general encouragement. Thank you all so much. But if you're able, subscribing to Waypoint Plus helps us a ton. So, shoutouts if you, if you can, and if you can't, uh, that is okay. We're happy to have you as a listener, all the same. Thank you all for supporting us in any way you can. Enjoy this Ava podcast. Uh, and um, if you have this time off, I hope you enjoy it. If not, uh, I hope that this podcast can bring you some joy either way. What's good, Internet? It is a date. I don't know what date it is. We're, we're recording uh, this in an unknown time, an unknown timeline, let's Wednesday, say. Wednesday, sure. August 25th. Yeah. Just call oh, the shot know now. That? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call the shot. Okay, it's Wednesday, August 25th. And then if it's not, Kato, you can uh, overdub that, and that's yeah. a good bit. Yeah. So good. Yeah, do, exactly. we all win. <laughs> we'll, do a ver- we'll overdub the whole intro in a way that's like a little <laughs> bit more emotionally vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, but the outcome is still the same. We still do a podcast about... You're a little bit confused on like, is this for like a new listener of Waypoint Radio? Like, is this a bit I don't <laughs> understand? We should. Um, I should have just actually gone back and done a word-for-word redub of the original Waypoint's... Uh, but delivered it a little. Hold on, through the magic of post, you can no, do that. No, no. <laughs> well, the thing is, 1.0 is already so similar. That's true. To, really, what we need to do is, uh, Kato, can you go in and edit out all of the empty air 
between <laughs> every word said so that it is as compressed right. as possible. Yes. And we um, we eject all of like, the so great the, Oh, so atmosphere. Otto remade it at 1.5x. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, well, I, this exactly. is how I do all my shows now. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Enough um, people listen to, that, to it that way that might as well just do it ahead of time. That's true. <laughs> we are here to talk about, that was Kato and Rob and Patrick, and it's me, Austin, we're here to talk about the Evangelion uh, rebuilds, which I've learned during this process are not, that's not what Studio Kara calls them. They don't mm-hmm. call them the rebuilds. I didn't realize that that was like a US or, or like a, you know, a, a kind of a localization thing, um, calling them the rebuild series. They're apparently in Japan just called the new theatrical editions of Evangelion. Evangelion, new theatrical edition. That feels. <laughs> Is rebuild- it also. Yeah. It's I Shin, need- right? Mm, I, don't, I don't. Yes, yeah. It's it's Evangelion Shin and the like. Gekijo Baran. There's yeah, a whole uh-huh. thing about Shin like, too, because they they spell it with katakana instead of the kanji for instead Shin, of with the, which right, could mean sure, different so things. Could mean yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I feel like but I mean, <laughs> rebuild is misleading. That makes it sound like a remaster, which right. I mean, oh, see, true. I think see, I think it's a play mm. the way that remake is for Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Right? Do you know what I well, mean? Well, also rebuilding is like, what do you do with the with the damaged uh, mecha? You know, when it's been brought in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You rebuild it. Damaged. It's better now. It's yeah. stronger. We added a new jetpack, but it is or also marked by the the things that happened to it. Yes. Yep. Anyway, yeah. we're here to talk about those movies. We're going to talk spoiler free, or not spoiler free. We're going to spoiler warning free for the next few hours. I'm about uh, 1.11 and 2.22, which are, I guess, the extended editions of 1.0 and 2.0. And not talk uh, about the other ones in, or at least, all. Like, I have not seen we three don't, or four, yeah. so I can't even. But like, yeah. So, yeah, I, have, like I, I know one big spoiler about three that I'm not going to mention, for instance. And all right. Don't spoil it for Patrick. Don't spoil yeah. it for Rob. Don't spoil Kato, I think, probably knows it. But other than that. Oh, yeah. I saw um, I saw three when it came out. Okay, well, so you know the stuff. Five Whatever, years ago, <laughs> That's I wild. think uh, I think for the next one, Gita will be joining us. Awesome. Uh, and when I was talking to them, I mentioned that like where I was, and immediately they stopped talking. They were like, "Okay, okay, just yeah. enjoy the rest," mm-hmm. okay. and like done. <laughs> Uh, hmm. So yeah, we were talking about you are not alone, and you cannot advance a pair of films directed uh, by uh, Hideaka, Hideaki uh, Anno. Um, which revisits the opening. You know, the first one is very clearly opening like seven or eight episodes uh, through the the Ramael arc, the mm-hmm. sniper arc. Um, and then in 2.22, and you cannot advance, things start at a similar pace. Uh, events change and settle in ways subtle and large. Uh, and then, and then, we get kind of a speed run of <laughs> a speed run to towards human instrumentality, um, which at the last second is averted by an outside actor uh, arriving just in time, quote unquote, to uh, to derail what would have been, I don't know, a totally fine different ending to Ava. <laughs> uh, so I guess we should just go over. I don't know. For, for me, revisiting 1.0 or watching 1.0 made me start by thinking about where I what I felt about Ava at this point in 2021 years on from doing that podcast and of course decades on from when I first watched it when I was much much younger so I'm just curious to like set the bar now that we are years away from that series how do y'all feel about how did you feel about Ava coming into this how do those feelings you know rise to the surface as you're watching 1.0 which so much walks through a lot of those opening bits like kind of shot for shot 
I'm curious where Kato starts, just because I feel like you you've you watched all these as you they went along. Yeah, because you could you are you could not help yourself. You were like mm. a super fan. So I'm curious, like where <laughs> you land having watched them as they came came along, as opposed to like us just like sh- shotgunning content into right. our mouths. Um, uh, where 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 you were at before we got to like sit down to do this? Well, I mean, yeah, having seen them, I already had obviously a very different relationship to just what I thought of as Evangelion because um, like I kind of did that originally. I shotgunned the entire show and then went straight into the movies. But at the time that the third one came out, it was like 2012, I believe. That's the Uh, first time you'd seen the series. Yeah. Well, no, I had the, I had seen the series as a kid uh, I was like 14 or something when I got them from they were at my local library for some reason the whole sure. like one of the box sets um, and it, it didn't have end of Evangelion that was the new thing that I added in this in the secondary shotgun the when I was recent, older yeah, yeah okay. in the, like 2012 shout out to that librarian trying to the librarian like, make sure made a choice. on the high note <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't I think they saw the end. <laughs> so, like at that point, I thought it was really interesting and but also being the age that I was definitely had a lot of questions that I wanted answers to and you know, ended up digging into wikis and shit and like never really got good answers, but it ended up kind of being filed away as like a a cool anime I watched when I was a kid mm-hmm. and like I watched a lot of anime so it didn't really stand out and I kind of didn't really understand its place other than people talked about it enough that I was like oh I should watch this at some point when I was a kid and I was like oh hey there's those DVDs um coming doing the shotgun and then watching end of evangelion and being like wow that what that was uh, a lot and like kind of but also kind of under like having this weird it came at a moment where like something about the headspace of the original versus end like made sense to me like i had this um let's just say it was essentially uh a time where i was understanding like kind of the eye of observers on artwork right like the the and like not having personally felt the sort of like kind of fandom backlash that has happened that had happened to Eva but like understood the idea of the rejection of an artwork by a viewer and like things like that really kind of stuck with me as a, a emerging artist um and so like watching this and then like getting to the getting to the 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 rebuilds the first time around was very much like a fun exercise in understanding the idea of like you know revisiting artwork is a thing that or revisiting a theme is in like visual art is a thing that happens all the fucking time like people work in cycles that will last decades and decades where they revisit a topic or redo a a single piece of art and remake it the way that we're talking about here where it's like, it's obviously like not exactly the same. It's always going to be different with, with a human hand or if you want to reproduce it, like you're talking about something else, you're talking about uh, like mechanical reproduction and things like that. But 
that kind of sense of like, oh, this is this is his new his new remake of of this. And it what what is different is his kind of state of mind. Right. Like you can tell that he's coming from a different place here. And it's interesting to kind of track like, okay, what is he what is that different place kind of bring us to? And like I felt like the first three I was very confused uh, and still kind of am as to like what that new place is um, because it's hard to tell how much of this was Anno's doing versus a sure. sort of um, like, you know, like Evangelion's huge. Somebody wanted yeah. this to be made. We'll dig probably, into I, I, right. You can really feel that in parts of two that I think we right. should get into. And also, I think that's a larger conversation to have once we've seen three and four. Because right. without being informed by that, I don't think that the rest of us can speak to that right. in any right. way. You know. But so um, it's a lot of like, uh, like yeah. I'm very excited to finally get to four and kind of have a more complete view of what that is. But it's also like even those first three, you can see like, you know, the like point of view has obviously changed in a way where um it's not just about like even though i said this in a, in a chat earlier even though we've retread a lot of the same like quote-unquote major plot points of like this angel appears they fight this angel the like how and why of like what the character motivations are are different are, are right marginally different in one like i think start to become very different in two um and that those parts have been were really interesting to me rewatching them now and just yeah, kind of knowing yeah. that we're headed towards well, I've heard I, I think we'll get into that is, stuff. Yeah. Let's 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 get into that stuff as we go through those events. I, I just kind of wanted to set the stage in terms of coming into this new rebuild with some distance. I, I think that's interesting for you. You didn't have that distance because you went right into the rebuilds. Yeah. Um uh, but I'm curious, Rob, when I first asked this question a few a few minutes ago, um it looked like you maybe your estimation of Ava had changed in the last couple of years, or had settled in it or firmed up in a way with distance. I don't yeah, know what that expression it, was. You it had. firmed into a really militant ambivalence. Mm. Um, like I came out of Ava angry um, and uncomfortable with that anger. Like I was taken aback by how much. I, w I didn't just dislike uh, End of Evangelion. I disliked Shinji by the end. And the entire story for me had become this sort of um, awful parable about this depressed kid whose depression is so um, unconquerable and so all-consuming that in the end, you watch him fail literally everybody who has tried to count on him and tried to build a relationship with him over the course of that over the course of that story. And then in the end, like and, and also uh, like the central metaphor became very obscure to me as well. Uh, where it's about like what does it mean to build connections with people and like you see the end of the series but then you see the movie where it turns out the entire evil plot has been about like mm -hmm. tearing down the boundaries between people like metaphysically and like merging them into, into a collective mass that also is a nullity um 
all this stuff was very tangled and muddled for me, but yeah. also it just seemed like a metaphor that had completely escaped the grasp of its creator, where like the first half of the series, it was all in hand. The like the story made sense on its own terms and it made sense as allegory. And by the end, I was like, this is an extraordinary work of art. This is extraordinary technique and craft in every frame. And I have no idea what the fuck it is doing. <laughs> and I am pretty sure it is making me hate a character that I think I'm predisposed to have a lot of sympathy with. And I have had a lot of sympathy with to this point. And so I came out of it. It's like it became it was immediately. I have thought about Ava a lot since we finished watching it. Like it is a thing that just lingers in there. It is a thing that I like come back to just stray thoughts. Um, and so on the one hand, I'm, I'm, I know for a fact when I saw the end of that thing, I fucking hate it. And I think it was bad. <laughs> and and yeah. on the other hand, like if you just if you take like judgment out of it and just like, you know, what do we look for? If you just look for a powerful effect from art, um, then I'm like, well, Ava was Ava was amazing. Uh, and that's and that holds true for the first like two thirds of that series with which like before a lot of those missteps occur where so much I think is just extraordinary, both as anime and as filmmaking. Sure. Patrick, I know you had an interesting arc here in that you've come to appreciate Anno through something else that touches on and in fact, maybe even reuses some elements <laughs> of, of uh, Ava storytelling. Uh, some of which we actually, some of which I think are actually extremely missing from 1.0 with the rushing around Japan to get, things together for a big last ditch attempt to stop a monster um I, I believe you're a big fan of shin godzilla now yeah 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 shin godzilla is like a uh all-time not even just like in the kaiju category like a like walked out i feel like the way that people like talk about ava i talk about shin godzilla um <laughs> um uh like that movie just utterly floored me and and like i felt like i connected to it and what it was trying to say in a way that uh i mean it's not you know a film about depression it's a film about like like well-meaning bureaucracies and why they fail in the face of like insurmountable odds a la climate change but um like the powerful response i had like gave me an opening into understanding people's response to ava in a way that like i didn't my after we finished watching ava uh recording yeah. about ava um in which as rob illustrated like i think both him and i were in like a, a pretty poor place and like the nature of how we recorded it, like I think compounded yeah. like yep. that, which is like long podcasts, shotgunning episodes in a way that I'm a big believer in like having space between things where like if I'd watch that every week, I think like there's a, I don't think it would have changed, you know, how I ultimately felt, but it would have felt differently because of the way we consumed it. We did and it talked neither. About it. The, we could have done it one of two ways. We could have shotgunned it and then did one episode yeah, or, or like three episodes and or we could have done the once a week over the course of a year thing or whatever and we did neither and we did instead like a weird mixture of, of both yeah. of those and i, yeah. I think it, i think it, it it impacted or it ended up heightening the things that rob and i like were were really bouncing off of to, to a degree so what happened to me was that you know uh what it looks like when like the blood spurts happen in this series where it's just like a yeah. And it's just like uh -huh. shoots out. Like I finished the podcast and it's like I I created a hole in my brain and like Ava just went like and just <laughs> shot out. It was just gone. Gone. Like, yeah. I, I haven't thought about it, haven't given it consideration. Um, which is not an insult to it. It was just sort of like 
I came out of that experience, like things with me either like really sit or they just disappear. Like right. they just woof into the mist. Um, and that's basically what happened with Ava, which made like me coming to this, uh, like, I don't know, in some ways I felt like having that negative response, realizing how I was responding or not responding to the themes left me in a better place. I think to approach these because I knew what I was bringing to it at this right. point. I knew right. what what I, uh, you know, I uh, constantly found myself, you know, just high level with the first two, marveling at how fucking gorgeous it is, which is also true of the original series. And um, not really connecting with the with the themes. And that's okay. Like, I, I know what I'm here for. I know what I'm appreciating. I know what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did make, uh, like, it, interesting getting to, to that first one where I was like, teacher like how much am i supposed to be paying attention like i don't (laughs) i I was like i both feel like i'm uh paying too much attention and not enough attention we can get into that in the the structure of it but like that's that's where that's where i arrived at it was i think at a better place sort of emotionally and intellectually of like this is a thing that means a lot to people it came to them at frequently what i hear when people talk about ava is like kind of a kato said um was like i watched it when i was young like it like captured me emotionally. It was saying something that spoke to me in an era in which like other, uh, you know, uh, things weren't um, and powerfully responded to like Shinji's spiral in which like, what is the point of anything and yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. And like, that's just not something I connected to uh, emotionally. And then I think all the other stuff, the misogyny and stuff like that, just like stacked in a way that like created me to just be in a space where I was just like, you know what, Ava, I just don't even have, I just can't like, can I just look at the pretty uh, explosions in, in the sky and, and let it be that. Um, so that's, that's where I kind of ended up before we got to this point. Just a detail on the back of that. Yeah. I will say as, as I started to watch the first one, I did have the feeling of like when you get on a plane and you're like, well, for the next, you know, six hours, my, life is not in my control right where it's like <laughs> and there's something relaxing about that like yeah, yeah, yeah. like i like hey there's shinji and i like pull out my roll of polaroids and it's like don't believe his lies it's like that's right yeah that guy's gonna disappoint me probably and yeah. i should expect that and that's fine oh yeah. hey it's ryoshi that guy's a piece of shit yeah, i don't uh-huh. expect him to be anything but that and like so there's this whole like letting go of things where it's like but and this is where it gets fun oh yeah the movie knows you it know knows this. it knows <laughs> and so you're watching it and there's all these little beats where i'm like hey wait is that a little different hm, hey wait this, a second is this the same guy might there is be hope this, this time for yeah, a and, different and outcome trying, but i'm also trying to be like don't fucking like, don't fucking buy that, that shit ocean, uh-huh. that ocean is bloody the ocean is bloody. Oh. bloody at the end all right we, yeah, we yeah. should start getting into it because i mean yeah. I, let me just answer this on my own question here a little bit which is that I, I think I'm probably somewhere between Rob and Kato in this, or or maybe I'm I'm adjacent to Kato in a way, which is I don't think I've I've not returned to pre-rewatch like the heights of where it was in my mind. But also maybe even pre-rewatch, it wasn't as high in my mind as I'm thinking through this through this now. I was never the Ava defender. I I, I right. liked it a lot as a kid, but it was not like my primary anime of choice. Even inside of just the mecha genre, you know this. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, I, I guess for me, in the time since, the thing that happens when you, you know, I'm playing through Blasphemous now, and Patrick, you said to me yesterday that Blasphemous is like better now in your mind than it was when you played it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's raised in estimation, and I think that's true for me and Ava in the time since we watched it. Where where does my mind go when I think of Ava? 
Well, it goes to the places that my mind wants to go anyway. It doesn't go towards the misogyny or the sexualization of like 14 year olds. It goes to vivid, wide shots of nature. It goes to the, the, the episode premises that have these huge swings and the really dynamic, interesting fight sequences. It goes to the exploration of Shinji and Shinji's depression in ways that do resonate with me, as we talked about in that original series. Uh, it goes to the kind of sharp, um, uh, kind of relief that the characters are brought into as they move through their traumatic and difficult experiences. Um, it, it, it goes to even in End of Ava, which I think I'm higher on than, than Rob or Patrick, but still have issues with. It goes to like the bombastic and memorable and striking visuals that that, that, that thing eventually boils up to, uh, with the, the comes Susser Todd, like uh, human instrumentality moment. So if, like, if, that's, if you viewed it as like an art, as an art film as opposed to right. a culmination of the movie, like the show's themes, like that's the sort of like distance for like, if I was to watch right. it again, like, oh my God, I'd be like, mm. holy shit, like every, you know, every totally. scene, a frame, and, uh, that I want to put on my wall. Right. And none of that, is to say that it was the first thing to do X or, but it, but it's like, okay, yeah, Ava, Ava, it's in the brain. It's in there. It's a, it's one of the many things that I've watched and, and have, have, you know, I, I think to, to Rob's point, have strong, had strong feelings about when I'm engaged with it. And so coming to this, I was actually pretty excited. Um, you know, I have not watched any of this stuff. I've had a couple of things spoiled. One of them is just for a lot of it is just like tiny things like the Ramiel fight being different and having like different attack forms as if it were a video game boss this yeah. time but that's a fucking rips yeah so like i was i was totally fine with that naturally um, that's the thing that gets spoiled for you of course it's not right? a character beat but like yeah, <laughs> the yeah there was a big mech combat unfolds I, I knew about mari as being a character because like everything in ava ava is a cultural product now it is a it is a uh, a sort of genre of product you can buy it's a franchise in the way that star wars is that in the way that gundam is or the marvel is you can get ava cars and ava visa cards and you can get ava snacks and you can get ava museum tours or whatever the fuck like it's all that sitting right? here holding an ava tamagotchi there you go. Exactly. <laughs> what are my Ava snacks? What am I? What am oh, I? There, that's there's a there yeah. were a lot, right? This was like a whole this was like a whole thing. I, I want to say that there had been. Do I get like specific article. brand Ava themed brand? Like I don't just want like uh, an Ava, uh, you know, uh, one uh, over like the art. I need like you this want is, the, right. You want it to taste like. Someone send it in. To taste like LCL. <laughs> That's what I mean. I want it to be like LCL peanuts oh, or something. That's what ooh. I'm saying. Like mm, if, it just, if it's just delicious. like Evangelion presents. If you just peanuts. search for Evangelion snacks, Patrick, you will just uh -huh. see because it's been happening for 22 or for right. more than that now, 26 years, 27 years, something like that. Right. 95 is when Ava comes out, uh, which I guess is part of this. It's worth saying Ava. Ava 1.0. You are not alone. Comes out. What? 2007. Jesus. Is that right? Yeah. So that's that's I was twelve a senior years in high school. Is that right? Jeez. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that comes out twelve <laughs> years after the original Ava airs in ninety-five. So uh that means if you were fifteen when Ava came out, you're twenty-seven when that first movie comes out. And if you're fifteen when Ava came out in ninety-five you are today, uh how old how old is that? That's been another seventeen years. Too old. You're very, you're getting up there, thirty two or no, it's more than that because it's twenty one now. Jesus Christ, I did that math wrong. Anyway, it's bad. You're old, um, uh, and so I think one point It's fair to say that everyone told me one point is basically the same. Uh, and I think that that's 
true. So if you haven't seen these and you just want the very quick summary of it, here's my like super short summary. Uh, there has been a, a catastrophic attack on Earth by uh, beings called angels. Um, that was the second impact uh, in the time since that happened uh, 20 years prior. There is a group called Nerve, which is connected to another more secretive group called Zella, S-E-E-L-E, that is trying to learn how to fight them using giant robotic-looking uh, uh, humanoids called Evangelions. The head of Nerve is Gendo Akari. Uh, Gendo is cold and indifferent to those around him, and especially to his son Shinji. But Shinji, who he'd abandoned to be raised by an off-screen teacher, um, uh, is called in to pilot the first test bed unit model, the Ava Unit 1, um, supplementing the then uh, active uh, pilot, Rei Ayanami, uh, who uh, is piloting a kind of prototype Ava at that point, Unit, unit 0. Um, the two of them... Uh, are able to to uh, you know fight off a number of these angel attacks over the course of uh, the this, this kind of opening film. Uh, along along the way, you learn about Nerve and some of the other important support staff at Nerve, like uh, Misato, who is the kind of lieutenant colonel and operations lead who who manages all the military action. Uh, um, uh, Ritsuko, who is uh, the kind of lead scientist on the project. Uh, Fuyutsuki, uh, who is uh, Gendo's kind of number two, um, and and each of them clearly has baggage tied to the history here. Um, each of them is, uh, uh, you know, complicated or complex or compromised in some way, um, and all of them are exploiting Shinji and Rei to do this work. Um, to do this alien killing work. That is like the very high level shit. At the very end of, I, I guess, uh, uh, other small things that, that you know coming into this, if you've already seen Ava, are like, Ray is also cold to everyone except to Gendo. And getting the two of them have a close relationship. They're seen smiling and joking together when neither is ever seen warm with anyone else. Um, uh, Misato is a... Uh, <laughs> A struggling millennial who lives alone. Uh, I think she's crushing it. She's crushing beer. She's crushing. She's crushing coffees. beer. She's, she's crushing got a penguin friend. Like she's, I, does have a penguin friend. You know yeah, what? That's true. It's Let's true. Not, like, we stand. You know what? You're right. We do stand. We stand. We stand. Our millennial queen. Um, every clo- every close shot of of her just going like, ah, you know, it feels so good. It's coming home, <laughs> having a hot bath, and drinking a beer. And I was like, fuck yeah! Like, Masada I'm ready, coach. Go to the football field. I'm ready to bust the heads. It's it's so weird. She finds time to like oh, co-run man. nerve when you know she spends half the morning uh, on like calling into sports oh. radio. Like, 100%. Like she's, oh, the, oh, the big, 100%. The big fan sequel is just Masada. Oh God! But who is what? What, so what is their um? Like what's her sport Earth? of choice? Right. Yeah. What is, what region is she in? So we can associate. Like if she's American, if she's united from the U.S. Yeah. Because just we, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, is she like like a Jets fan? Seems like a tortured. Oh, Jets she fan. seems like a tortured <laughs> Jets fan. <laughs> I was gonna say like it's it's like Jets or Philly. Like it's, it's, she does have Philly energy. You know what? Right. She drinks like who a, I went to. Like yeah, that's the yeah, first yeah. She, that came she to my drinks head. like an Eagles fan. Let me tell <laughs> you, a hundred percent. And the like love hate relationship. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The sort of like 
fire the coach immediately. <laughs> <laughs> After one preseason game. Uh, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I'll take the L uh, if it means Risado gets to, to hang out with me on, at, at uh, Eagles games. Um, Should be good the, in the tailgate. The, Yes. Oh, my God. Incredible. Uh, that So this first movie ends with f- facing down Ramiel, a sort of long distance, uh, giant uh, diamond shaped uh, av- uh, angel that's drilling into the earth, uh, into Tokyo 3, the city where, where the movies take place, uh, attacking the geofront, this kind of underground second uh, environment where Nerve HQ is. Um, and, and just like in, in the early episodes of the show, uh, they have to siphon all of the power grid of Japan to fire a shot at Ramael to defeat it. Uh, it goes bad. And in the process, Ray, uh, having now connected with Shinji after a number of awkward encounters, including slapping him, including once again, him falling on her and grabbing her breast, uh, including just general vibes around uh, and conversations about his bad relationship with, with his father while she's a good one. She ends up stepping in front of an incoming shot, becoming very hurt. Uh, and he, he kills the bad guy in the end, the bad guy. He kills the angel in the end, uh, rushes to her cockpit or rushes to her, her, her plug, uh, and, and rescues her from it. And they have this, um, emotional connection that is. I think in the show is even more awkwardly charged, but I think that might be about voice acting as much as anything. Um, uh, share this intense moment of connection. And then in this, uh, we get a, we get a post, I don't remember if it's post credits or maybe just we post that scene, a reveal of a character we don't get until much, much later in the show. Uh, Kaoru, Ka- Ka- I never know how to pronounce Kaoru's name. Kaoru? Kaoru? Kaoru. Kaoru? Kaoru. Kaoru. Uh, up on the moon, hanging out outside of a coffin in front of a big, uh, I guess, I guess I skipped one. Did, is, is first movie where Shinji goes down and sees yes. Lilith? Yes. And this that's is in the big, first movie this time. Yeah. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. Well, that's way later in the original. Oh my like, God. That's, that's yeah. Also, and it's, series, and it's right? totally, 14, 15. it's also totally different it's, because it's of a different, who knows what, right? Yes, I believe that's true. In this, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, you go ahead. I was gonna say in this one, um, Masato takes him down in order to kind of like give him a pep talk, basically. And she, yes, as far as we know, like like from what we know from the originals, is actually like read in on the entire situation, right? In the originals, Masato, it seems like it. Masato is like uncovering this secret and like the fact that Nerve is being attacked. Like, why is Nerve always the uh, the the point of attack for these angels like because in the in the basement there's Lilith and like they want to start third impact by touching it by touching um, it. an angel touches this this giant creature yeah. that is crucified in the basement of Nerve HQ the third impact will begin the apocalypse will come yeah et cetera et cetera and in the in the original Masato like normally. didn't know any of that right like she's just like we're just making robots to fight the angels because the angels are coming to destroy us in general right. just like like big kaiju basically um but like doesn't know anything about third impact doesn't know the fact that uh she calls it adam like there's even like a uh even when she 24 episodes yeah. we think or we think the moment we first see it we think it's adam, adam. it's only in like episode 25 that they say it's lilith right. instead of adam which which is which, so far removed right. to it mostly just speaks the to the it mostly just speaks to the fact that like gendo even when like things are found out, like things are still being kept secret. Right. right? It's just like right, the levels. Right. And like, so her knowing like what it actually is, like the correct name and all that means like the, a very different thing is happening here where like, 
instead of it being obfuscated, it's being used as motivation, right? Um, right. Just like... And another important difference in that particular scene is throughout the whole, obviously one of the big conflicts of the show and, and now in these movies is Shinji doesn't want to fucking do this because it's dangerous and scary. Right. And he gets hurt and his friends get hurt and he doesn't want to do it. And there are often scenes where someone has to kind of pep talk him into going back in and doing it again. Uh, in the original arc, Ray coming to the hospital is what gets him to do it. In this, she comes to the hospital and he's still like, nah, I'm nah. good. Yeah. It's Misato taking him down into the basement and the, the kind of uh, dogma, central dogma, this, this kind of deep underground lair where Lilith is that convinces him. And so that's already one major thing, right? Right. Um, there was, you know, there are lists out there of what all of the changes yeah. are. We don't need to go beat by beat. Honestly, Big stuff. The, the, I was going to say ocean the, is red. The first one is that opening shot, which I think is really, it is the like, wa the red water on a white beach, which is. Hey, where have we seen that? Yeah, before? literally a shot from end, the end of Evangelion, right? Like, right. Uh, I don't know if it's the last shot, but it's in that final. It's scene. damn near. Yeah. It's in that final sequence with them on the beach looking down, yeah. right? And so to immediately see that coloring. And that, yeah, as it's, 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 it's a signal for anyone who's watched the other one. It's just like, this is, this is connected, but different. Like, like it's not right. actually like, you know, when I first started watching Rebels, I didn't really know what to expect. I was just like, oh, they're just going to redo it and make it look nicer because it's X amount of years after the facts. Right. They have better technology and like the CG looks better and things like that. Right. So seeing that. Right. I remember the first time I watched them too, just being like, oh, wait, what is the connection here? Right. Like it immediately primes you to be like looking for mm -hmm. what the differences are. Or yeah, there are lots of, my, I mean, sort of. Like yeah. <laughs> not for Patrick. Right. Saying, right. Like, it kind of does depend. Sense. Yeah. Well, no, but I just, I just mean like, uh, I kind of made this point when we were like briefly discussing it in, in discord was that, um, part of what like, you know, I don't know if this is intentionally or just how, how, how it ended up working out in the construction is that it feels awfully similar to Rob and I playing uh, the Resident Evil remake right. in which, you know, it is something that um, is attempting to play upon the expectations and understandings of a diehard fan base while also retreading the same ground um, from before in a way that is attempting to kind of subvert your expectations, but also not necessarily rely on that subversion for it to be successful, like storytelling or right. for you to enjoy it. Where if you had right. never seen the series, just watch the movie, I think you'd be fucking lost because it's so fast. And, and like you'd yeah. watch the movie and go, I think I need to go watch the series to understand what just happened. But like there is a, like yeah. a similar vibe from that first film, um, having just watched, uh, you know, Rob play Resident Evil and I being like, the Kato in that situation right. <laughs> where it's like, I played a ton of resident evil. I know all the differences and like, right. um, and, and you know, uh, but it's also not obvious about it. Right. It's right. not, it is not as though, um, like Ava stops and it, it is like, Hey, 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 <laughs> you know, red, um, red ocean. Am I right? Yeah. Right. And, like and a lot of stuff is absences. It's not presences. So like for right. instance, the Ava unit one doesn't, you know, I don't remember this at the beginning of, of, of Evangelion, yeah, the the unit one stops something from falling on Shinji, and that's part of what convinces him to get into it the first time. It's not just the pressure from from his father. Was, it's not just Ray coming out on the on the well, stretcher. Was Miss was Misato in that original scene saying? I don't remember. Right, like I I feel like that. But the lack of the hand me. is so yes, huge. Yes, uh, and in general, to speak on both of these at once a little bit, 
the relationship between Pilot and Ava is just kind of absent here. It's not as interested in right. Like there's one there's one bit where Shinji's like, oh, I feel familiar, or I feel you know, I feel like uh like I'm at home here, or it reminds me of my mom, or something like that. Yeah. Like happens once. Um, which Cut to action scene. Don't linger. Right. Don't linger. Right. Whereas, and, and I mean, that's to me the biggest absence on, on all this stuff. And. If you like, if you just watched this and you didn't watch the these first eight episodes of the show, go watch the first eight episodes of the show. Right. Everything about their pacing is better. I know I sound like a corny comic book fan who's like, don't watch the movie, da 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 da. But let me be that person because I really think the the lingering, the long lingering shots, the development that yeah. comes from. Think about how much time we talked about. Like, look at how Shinji pauses at the threshold before crossing the lot. We did so much slow unpacking of visual language. And it's but, just I mean, not that's the, it's like there's this art house vibe to yes. the original series where it is because it is about uh, char- characters like interior lives. And so there are moments like, first of all, like uh, Anno and the team behind uh, Ava uh, were and, and remain like really incredible visual stylists. And so they're confident enough to be like, nothing is happening on the shot, but it is an, it is an arresting image whose yes. symbolism is so rich that we, we're good holding on it for a good eight seconds, 10 mm-hmm. seconds. <laughs> yep. And you're yep. going to read this image, you're going to interpret it. And it's going to say a lot about these characters. You will get the same image, but it's been cut down now to an interstitial shot effectively. Yeah. And yeah. so you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember this shot. But then the moment is kind of stepped on a little bit. Um, and I understand that, but I think the interesting side effect of this as well is that, and I think increasingly the show is knowingly playing with this, these condensed beats also mean from the, from the start, Shinji is a more proactive yes, and 100%. character. Yeah. Like, the just the difference in the, scene, the pace at which these scenes unfold and the decision to not have uh, the Ava save him, mm-hmm. I remember... Shinji's like the the first episode what I mostly remember is Shinji balking and not wanting to get in the robot here when he sees Ray he's just like I gotta go do this yeah like I guess I guess you gotta put me in the put yeah. me in the robot and the hedgehogs start closer together right, right. yeah like the, the, the first on, and, and that's not just Shinji everybody makes a little bit more effort to get a little bit closer quicker at a higher risk uh, and we'll figure we'll get to what happens in the end anyway. But like the that it's you're right that that's 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 in the editing and that answers something for me in a really big way, which is one of my big takeaways from watching the first is just like this was only 90 minutes. This could have been another, you could have put 20 more minutes in to let these scenes breathe. And right. I think you're right that it was a choice to make everything feel more rushed because that's the, it, the characters are doing that, even if narratively they might still say no at points. The, the sense of character that you're supposed to take away or that I, that I do take away is one in which these characters are more active, more willing to put themselves out there, more willing to ask the questions that they that in the series they keep quiet inside um, and more willing to move forward. I mean, right. the, the other for me, the biggest change in, the, in 1.0 besides the moon shit at the end is that Rei does not see Gendo when she looks at Shinji when he saves her at the end. In the in the series, he looks up and sees sees Shinji, and then Gendo's face is plastered over it, and she sees Gendo saving her instead. And here, she does not have that hesitation or that move backwards to relate it back to something someone before. She just instantly recognizes Shinji and moves forward, and everything that comes in in 2.0 comes from that that recognition in a real way. So I think that's I think that that's really apt, Rob. That that the the editing quickness produces part of that effect. 
Can I just say one last thing too? Mm-hmm. Um, Please. It is a testament, though, I think, to the changes they made and the style they're adopting. When I was watching it, when I was watching 1.1 in real time, I was sitting there, I was being like, damn, this looks like the exact same. And then I pulled up for reference the original <laughs> series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I so many, so much anime has fucked this up when they've done like remakes or like, like later treatments of the same material. So often you're like, the new stuff looks like shit. Or it just looks completely different. Here, I was like, yeah, it's, it's basically the same. No, it isn't. It is stylistically <laughs> the same. Right. But every detail is a little more pointed. If you look at, um, oh gosh, uh, what's her name? Um, blonde Ritsuko. runs the, uh, she's the lab, lab coach. Ritsuko. Ritsuko. Yeah. If yeah. you look at her, there's no facial detail that like really that distinct. Like she has a distinct shape. She like like mm-hmm. a lot of cartoon characters. She's a shape really in a lot of these scenes in the TV series. Here she has like a very detailed like face with features and lines, um, and it's just it's striking to do the side by side comparison because nothing except for the CG, nothing about these movies is like out front waving like, "Hey, we're redoing <laughs> this with a bigger budget and like more resources and like technology's changed." Nothing is screaming that. It's actually trying to like do everything it can to conceal how different it actually is from uh you know the original series. But if you run them side by side, it's like this is a much more lavish uh production yeah, right. in a lot of places i think two looks significantly nicer like you i think you see like the leap in time like when it was produced like there were i was i was doing the same thing as you rob where i was like huh like i'm sort of i did the first thing where like when you uh, asked what to watch on amazon i thought for a brief moment i was like ah shit did i like load the, the series on netflix maybe maybe they added <laughs> it to amazon um because it looked it looked awfully similar um yeah. and it maintains that like pretty faithfully and interestingly Throughout that first one, and I don't think the second one is like, like, uh, like flat, like, like flashy, like we got money. But I think like it does look like strikingly newer. Um, like when you when you get to the to, to the second one relative to to the first one, which maybe just is the advancement of time and, and technology. Yeah, I mean, there was another four. It was, it was only two years between those two, but still, you can learn a lot in the process of making a, a movie, right? Um, I, I will say the my one negative note on like the action sequences and and. And stuff. There's stuff I really love. I actually love all of the the kind of stylistic extensions of all of the angels that we see here. Shamasel, yeah. who is the kind of worm-like one, now has this rib. Ca- I mean, it always had this rib cage, but now it moves in like uh, uh, in a really creepy, like bony fingers reaching out for something way. Or all the, again, Ramiel takes all these new forms, which are all really badass and, and like a really just like dynamic and neat. Um, Rob, Rob's giving a huge thumbs up <laughs> to that whole sequence. That sequence is great. Yeah, I love that Anna was like, "What if we just play decisive battle for forty minutes straight?" <laughs> I'm sorry. First, <laughs> of all, first of all, like run the tape. That first shot was good. Okay, yeah, I know. Like yeah. you can say whatever you want, uh, uh-huh. but the game plan was good. Shinji executed. It was a good he shot. He took it the shot at the right in. time. It just didn't go in. It just yeah. you know, what can you do? Sometimes it it breaks bad. But that entire but that entire like yeah, watching it. The shape shifting, I was like, "Fuck this thing! This thing is so menacing." It's yeah. a, it's a different yeah. sort of menace, and it I makes noise now. It sings, it hums, it, it screams. There's a choir element to it. Yeah, it screams. It does scream. 
I, I guess I will say, like, where, where the first one uh, the, in the TV series, so much of it is basically the visual design is just the uh, the, the Chad uh, biblically accurate uh, angel, angel versus the virgin yeah. Christian. Yeah. Like, that yeah. is um, – that, that's very much kind of what is uh, going on in the first one. Here, there's just this dynamism uh, to these battles, and fuck, that, that battle was great. And the, the drama of, like, waiting for him to recharge the second shot oh, while good. this thing it's is, good. like yeah. – doing its freakish thing seeing the fuse it's all so good yeah and the um the my only negative thing with that and the pre some of the previous fights and also some stuff at the beginning of 2.0 is they they get very visually dark and it can be kind mm. of hard to read in contrast to the uh original cell animation of of the original show where you have really bright dynamic colors in a lot of that stuff and and like instead of a black knight backdrop you get like the purple um, kind of going to white at the bottom, and that's a stylistic difference. And like, I kind of miss. I still think this action, the action stuff here is 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 really good. Yeah. Um, but between that and I also think the thing that's missing most in the Ramiel arc here is the Misato going from place to place with requisition papers, demanding that someone in this military warehouse, someone over here in this power plant, you all have to fucking work for me now. Right. They kind of hand wave that here. Um, and I know they, that that stuff is big in Shin Godzilla, so I'm sure if I want that from Anno, I can get that from Anno. You, you, you can get a whole movie about that. <laughs> yeah, yes, actually. Um, but yeah. also, they, yeah. they kind of shift that in from Miss Sato going around and getting those permissions to a shot mm -hmm. later on of the workers putting this shit together, which we didn't, as far as I can remember, get the first time around, right? Mm. Like, I feel like we never uh, really... I think we see... Uh, maybe we see I the trucks moving maybe around. Right. We see... Yeah, we do see the trucks The things, like, getting That's what I'm brought up and maybe, like, us earlier, but there's, like, w during the, like, pep talk speech, there's that shot of, like, a like a ton of people trying to like move a giant cable, right? It's a single yeah. shot though. Yeah, right? yeah like, it I is think, a single like, the, shot. The point I'm still stands like, where it's like, yeah. it doesn't care. It actually doesn't like capital C care about like, that almost just seems like, well, it's a new shot we added as opposed <laughs> to like, ah, one of the themes of, of this one is like, what is happening to, to those people. Let me just know, overthink it. this real quick. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Always. Yeah, always. Um, <laughs> I think one of the other things that this is going for right from the start, one of the really unforgettable things in, in uh, end of Evangelion is the live action footage of scenes from around Japan. The, like the, right. the film turns outward to the audience and begins watching the crowd. But it's very like at that point, it becomes very interested in this idea of um, <laughs> it's the horrible meme. We live in a society, but it, it becomes mm -hmm. interested in that begins portraying it. I think one of the things that leaps out in this as well is from the start, the profound strangeness and post-apocalyptic nature of Tokyo 3 Dude. is centered in a way that for a long time, the series kind of conceals how mm, fucked up yeah. the world has gotten. You haven't you don't really know that it's already end times that the the the, the doomsday clock is swept past midnight. Um, and so for a long time, you're like, yeah, it's just like, um, you know, a fortified, hard, like hardened Japan against uh, against the angels. And you don't realize what's what's really going on. From the start here, um, for one thing, we get this, like, I think right in the opening shots, you see, like, um, entire buildings have been picked up and demolished as if by a tsunami, uh, yeah. multiple tsunamis, and they're just, like, stacked up like like rubble in the streets. Um, there's and a so, fucking, like, there's a, like, giant si angel-sized, um, what's it called, uh, like, like, police outline on a hill. Oh, yeah. God. Next to it's so good. Yeah. Also, so, 
the that's the shit that I miss from mo- like that's the shit that would have been in. I saw that and like that's Ava, right? Like, that shit right. right there is Ava, and there's actually not. I wish there was a little bit more of that in this, but it's good when it shows up. But I, I think so. The thing I think one of the things this is also trying to get at is uh, here. There's this notion of whatever is left to society is now all at the command of Nerve. I think there's a scrappiness mm-hmm. to the to the TV series to the original series where you have Masato being like, "How do I get all these forces to align?" Yeah. Here, yeah. the sh- the show's clear from the first. Hey, Tokyo Three is the last roll of the dice. Like this is this is all that's left, uh, and they can command at will the resources of this country and so that's why it's not you know a scrappy uh you know a scrappy self-starter going around trying to do the chain of favors thing to get people to yeah. get on board with this here it is no all of the uh, world's nerve around nerve yeah yeah exactly. and so you get these yeah. incredible shots of like train like a train yard full of transformers it's incredible it looks sick. yeah 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 i uh, like not just that that stuff is uh, you know it, it's ready to go. They make it happen in a, an impossible amount of time, which which suggests that there is a certain thing already available, ready to move. You know, um, uh, so yeah, I think that that stuff is uh, my 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 only real negative here is 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 the the darkness of some of those sequences. Um, Austin, before you, you want to come up and watch it on the OLED. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm only trained right away. I was and like, with the, I don't know what speakers. he's talking about. <laughs> and the speakers, yeah, I'm sure the OLED would oh help quite a bit. The speakers. Um, the uh uh I, I will I will also say um you know before we leave 1.0 behind and get into the I think meteor two, you know 2.0 uh it's probably worth saying that it's interesting that none of us have said hey it sucks how often this this show sexualizes its like women or its its teen characters Th- these movies still both do that but it it isn't an episode by episode like it turns out linger. when you're watching it's 26 like <laughs> episodes of it and every episode needs its fan service shot or decides it needs its fan service shot that it, it it still happens here and, and i think it even happens in a more egregious way in some cases like we get ray naked in the changing room instead of just seeing the silhouette and that's an important change in in terms of filmmaking because it goes from being shinji looking at her through the curtain and his desire for for ray to the camera so i still think it, it has those moments in this but when it's not just hitting you over the head with it every app, you know, every 20 minutes, um, it becomes something where our focus naturally slides to the other things that the show right. does, that the movies are doing. Can I always the, the Misato thing? Like, so in her initial their first night uh, at her place. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember in the series. Did she also when she was alone? Did she also have that moment where she was like, I, was I laying it on a little thick? Does he see through what's going on? Because I feel I don't like remember if it's one, that early. I don't no, think it's that early. Yeah. What came through really clearly for me too is the degree Dude. to which immediately Masato is self aware of her character as performance uh, yes, in a way that 100%. like right from the first, it's like hey, that scene unfolded roughly like I remember, and then she sits back and almost like with this like portentous self awareness, be like I hope he like he I, I hope I didn't lay it on too thick. I hope he doesn't see what's what's. Coming. I hope he doesn't see through this. Yes, and exactly, so like exactly that, that's not to say. And because of that, that little nod, uh, the the crotch shot is fair game. But I but I do think it is. But I think it is also doing something where it's like, hey, here she is. Your, uh, you know, plucky um, manic pixie dream girl object of desire. And also she is now freighted with this like she is bearing this weight of like destiny um, that 
wasn't there before. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Okay. I, I, again, we could linger on some of the, the big story stuff at the end, but I feel like we don't know enough there. I guess the one thing I'll say is, uh, Koru says number three again, you don't change, do you? Uh, which immediately makes me feel like, are we in some, I mean, we know this, right? Yeah. Or, or at least we don't know this, but like, I think I mean, the, yeah, the th- naive read, the, when I say naive there, I don't mean, like foolish, I mean the gut read right. is oh we're in some sort of time loop thing. This is a, a kernel, eternal occurrence thing. Yeah. This is going to continue going on again and again. Uh, we reset the stakes, but this time and and some elements are lining up exactly. Oh the the Ava has reached this point at the third angel again. Blah 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 blah. Right. There's also the um, in that scene when you when he first appears, Kaoru's exiting like a sarcophagus, and there's four yes, empty sarcophaguses yes. next to him. Right. right. So maybe it's actually the third again means the third child again. I yeah, don't know. I think we'll that see, means I that guess. he's that Shin. I think he's talking to Shinji in this in this sentence, and it's yes. like, oh, you're the third. You you've you've arrived third again in this in this timeline, right. right? Like you're the third child again. I want to shout out uh, whoever the localization on this one decided child and not children for an individual. <laughs> right. I get that there's something happening there, but it's fine. Also, um, you st- see after the end credits where he grabs the uh, Infinity Stones and says, I guess I have to do it myself. <laughs> I have to do it. Damn it. That's right. He does do that. That's true. I mean, basically, like. <laughs> hey, can we take a quick break? Uh, let's take a quick break. Yeah, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and hit, hit number I'm two. getting loopy, so naturally I need more scotch. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, it is an Ava podcast. Right. I see. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we are back. Evangelion Rebuild 2.22. You cannot advance. I don't think we're back. I think Kato actually is getting <laughs> back to the camera. Yeah. I thought I'd see him. <laughs> Welcome back, Kato. Hi. We're back. We're oh, back. Yeah, we're, cool, cool, cool. We started. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we didn't really say anything. We just, you know, yeah, literally came back. You you cannot advance until Kato is back in the chair. <laughs> um, Patrick, you messaged us last night. Yeah. Before you, before you, you'd finished one, you had not gotten to two yet, right? And you were like, so. um, can someone tell me when two starts to get different? Because you say, is it obvious when two goes off the rails, so to speak? Yeah, well, I, my, my thought was, you know, I, I, I put some new furniture in my office and sure. I put on the, uh, uh, the first movie and was like, all right, I think I can like, rewire parts of my desk and also have this on and like, I'll be, I'll be good. Um, and got to the end and I was like, Oh yeah, there are definitely some different things. I'm not like super clear on what they all are, but I can like look them up and like the, you know, Austin and Kato can, can correct me. And then I was like, all right, so it was the second one where it's like, all right, I need to have full attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's going to be like a clear mo. Like it wasn't, it was not obvious to me yet was uh was this going to be the sort of storytelling or divergent storytelling where we will like come very clearly to an old moment and then like there are two right. paths in front of us and the story goes the option B instead of option A or was it going to just be an, an expanded version of what one was which is like like 
the the distance between these two versions of the story just become greater over time as a result of like ripple effects that like create consequences mm-hmm. and that as you look back on it you go oh or right. you know so that that's what and I was the answer trying is to, both in some ways right yeah, it has right. both has little small things and some very major changes here is my quick my quick off the dome summary as best as I can do it uh, in the aftermath of taking down Ramiel. Um, we get a kind of extended period in which Shinji uh, 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 becomes increasingly comfortable in his role and his social place here in Tokyo 3. Um, uh, we uh, see him visit the grave of his mother, Yui, along with Gendo. Um, we see the arrival of a new pilot. Actually, we see the arrival of two new pilots. First, immediately as the film begins, the uh, the incredibly named Mari Illustrious Makinami, uh, who uh, <laughs> is piloting a provisional Unit 5 that has been, like, stapled together. Parts of it don't even work. It has cool, like, um, insect legs, sort of like an XCOM chrysalid in shape. Mm. Um, and it's fighting a different – I think it's fighting a, a angel, a third angel that I've never seen before, a new type of angel. Um, uh, I want to say that that's true. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, uh, and there isn't much given to her. And in fact, in the opening, I, I fully thought that this was going to be Asuka because of the, yep. the yep. energy that she brings, the, the joy that she has in piloting this. And, and I think that, that you could kind of make that read on her in relation to Asuka in many other ways in terms of how she, there's a line in this where she says that it's, someone says, I, do you ever feel, or like, do you ever feel bad about the way we're using kids to advance our, our plots? And she immediately says, like, uh, sometimes I feel bad about using adults to advance my plot or whatever, (laughs) right? That's a very good Um, line. Yes. Um, She – so, but on top of her, Asuka gets gets reintroduced and Asuka has a new name. I don't know if anyone else noted this, but our Asuka from the series is Asuka uh, Langley Soryu. And here she is Asuka uh, uh, Langley Shikinami with a different different last name, which Hmm. to me suggests Hmm. a – parental distinction here right. of some sort uh, yet to be unpacked uh, in these first two. Um, and Asuka debuts differently. We don't get the incredible aircraft carrier hopping debut uh, yeah. of, of Unit 2. I was, trying to, that's, I was like waiting yeah. for that sequence to yes. occur and I was like, I can't remember when that was. Was that was when the character was introduced or was mm-hmm. it later? And then by the end I realized like, oh, that's just not that's just not, not just not here. Yeah. That's how she gets debuted. And remember, she knows Kaji in in Ryoji Kaji in the original uh, is kind of right. like a has an infatuation with right. him uh, that he that's plays a, on quite a bit. That's another reason that you probably yep. connect Mari with it because Ryoji shows up in that first scene. in that sequence as well. Yeah. Correct, because he's in Europe along with along with Mari. Is it Europe? Um, yeah, they're because I kind of assumed it was the U.S. I'm pretty sure they're both the European branch, but okay. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I, I was pretty sure that that was Euro branch, but I, I suppose I could. Maybe you're right. Um, uh, in any case, um, the uh, apparently it's held at the joint U.S.-Russian naval base. So who the fuck knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the where was I? Oh, Oscar uh, shows up doing a skydive incredible battle sequence against another angel kills it uh and then what we get is a lot of downtime we get a lot of the kids hanging out the kids socializing the kids becoming increasingly close to one another we get more time with uh uh toji uh toji and what is the other kensuke Kensuke? the two friends the two buds 
uh, hanging out. We get notes of, of, of all of them working towards some sort of equilibrium. There is a, a, a burgeoning love triangle between Shinji Asuka and Rei. Shinji grows closer. Everyone grows closer to another uh, one another through this this trip to to the aquarium that I'm sure we'll come back to in, in detail. Uh, to an aquarium that is the only you know safe ocean water left uh, that we see for for uh, fish life or aquatic life on the planet. Um, uh, and and throughout, we move closer and closer to key uh, tensions being resolved. Um, the love triangle between Asuka and Rey uh, is is somewhat diffused when each of them is willing to speak to the other at key moments. Um, first, heightening the tension, but then uh, an, an action of thanks from Rey to Asuka, I think, uh, helps settle that relationship. Rey uses her her closeness to Gendo to propose a big dinner, which becomes the kind of a thematic central point to the back half of the film, a dinner that that is supposed to bring the whole squad together, including Gendo, to the table to hang out with with Shinji uh, for the first time ever, basically, <laughs> uh, at least the first time since Yui uh, has has gone away. Let's say, um, and uh, there's other similar things. I, you know, I think it happens constantly. Like everything in this is a character saying out loud things that in the series. They waited to say until it was too late over and over again. And even even Kaji and Misato have a more open conversation about their situation than they had in the in the film or in the in the show. Um, uh, and in the end, uh, Shinji still has a number of in the end. Ava Unit 3 gets shipped to Japan from the States. And unlike in the series where Toji is chosen to pilot it. Toji and his sister are nice and safe. She's gotten the help she needs without him sacrificing himself to become the new pilot. And instead, Asuka gets assigned to be its pilot because of the Vatican Treaty, which says you can only have three. Any country can only ever have three active uh, Avas at one time. Her normal unit two gets shelved Did and she becomes the test pilot. What's up with that? What's I up read- with that? What? What? Yeah, the Vatican the, treaties. You know, like you can't you know. just you can't just <laughs> drop rule. the Vatican treaty and then be like, "Whoops!" I, Listen, the Vatican treaties. You know, sometimes you get the Pope involved. Yeah, but why? What? Where are we getting these numbers? I don't, I don't know. Take three of them. You can't give Japan four Avas. That would be a military advantage, right? <laughs> In this I, moment, yeah. What's up, Kata? I'm trying. I'm trying to kind of scroll through this. And I'm be careful. Yeah, we, none of us have seen four yet. Don't get spoiled. No, 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 no. I mean, scroll through this. Uh, the, I have like the video opening. I'm trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Does I had the sense of Asuka being the one who offers to pilot three? I think she just wants to pilot, right? Well, but and so the way I read it was two she, away. she saw that it was the same mm. day as the party. And this was her oh, doing some sort of kindness back towards Ray, being like, "You can have your party. Interesting. You can. We're That's not going to get ruined by this test. I'll yes, do the you're test." Exactly, according to the wiki that I'm looking at, Asuka volunteers to take Ray's place as the test pilot. Right. But this this frames it as to avoid the party, which means that when Ray sure. calls to say thanks, it allows Asuka. And we'll get into this. There's an right. incredible conversation between Asuka and Misato that is just so heartfelt and like warm and good. Anyway, Oscar becomes the pilot of the cursed Ava instead of the Toji. Obviously haunted Ava. Oh, yeah. The one that's fucking transported on a crucified on a yeah, cross. On a fucking red the cross. Black Ava. Don't do it. 
she gets in there, and just like what happened in the series, Shinji refuses to do combat uh, against it, and as such, uh, his father activates the dummy plug, a system put in place that will uh, be able to, to activate and pilot the Ava automatically, a sort of uh, automated uh, robotic system to, to use them, uh, which means Shinji has to sit in the Ava as it smashes apart the cursed unit uh, three, uh, doing uh, eventually <laughs> in a way that's very similar to the original, stylistically very similar to the original, but, mm-hmm. but goes even further, eventually picking up the um, the pod uh, uh, that, that Asuka is in, and crushing it between its jaws uh, and spitting it out, uh, harming her. It, it, we don't ever see her again. This, this We see her in a sort of back-to-tank situation. I mean, we don't even see that. She's just like in a coffin with tubes in it, basically, like a right. robot casket. Uh, she's still alive, but is under medical care, and we know that they're not going to get rid of her because she's so rare and valuable, not because she's a human. Mm-hmm. Um, there's risk that she has been contaminated, they say, by this by this angel. Um, and at that point, uh, uh, Shinji says he doesn't want to pilot anymore in the same way that he did when Toji was hurt in the original, um, here he, what makes him come, I guess at that point, the weird ribbon angel shows up, right? Um, uh, immediately makes its way down into nerve H towards nerve HQ, uh, begins fucking everything up. Um, Gendo Unit 1, or sorry, Gendo can't activate Unit 1 without Shinji in it. The dummy plug will not respond. So Mari goes out there in Unit 2, which is recovered, which she just steals from cold storage, I guess, uh, and goes out to fight it. It does not work particularly well. Uh, Ray comes out to help, tries to slam an N2 missile in, into it. And Mech he, just wants everyone to do the limbo and is really, yeah. really upset that no one is like, look, it's not my yes, fault yes. that you're going through it and your arms are getting cut off. No. But oh. if you would just put and on some gets, nice music. And it eats Ray. Um, I realize now I've skipped an angel fight. There was a previous angel fight where they do the, the baseball catch. Right. And Asuka has to confront the fact that she can't beat an angel by herself. That's an important oh. And the reason Shinji we'll gets tagged in on this is Mari springs him from the shelter Right, uh, that is being compromised. You're right. And she's like, I need to get you out of here, kid. Yeah. And he realizes maybe there's nowhere to go. Right. Maybe I need to stay and fight. And sees that Unit Zero has been devoured effectively. Sees that Ray has been uh, has been. He didn't really uh, didn't really willingly go into the hand of that. Mac. No, it was more, it was like, more like wanna, I've been yeah. kidnapped and I'm going to scream. But having but then also- seen the stakes, seeing that Ray is in as much trouble as she is, he gets mm. back in. He yells at his father that he is he is uh, Shinji, Shinji Ikari, the pilot of Unit One, and goes out and has the most special anime boy fight scene I think Ava has ever had, has the most super robot show. Right. I'm here to save the day. I'm going to pull on the power of my will. I'm going to transcend the limits of of uh, the human physicality super, and the material super world. Super Shinji. Super Shinji occurs. <laughs> uh, the Ava grows a second arm uh, after the first one has been removed. And he, he breaches the AT field to reach into the soul of the, of the uh, angel to recover uh, uh, Ray from it, at which point he brings her out and then the, the Ava evolves into something new, a new type of, of life form and, and human instrumentality begins. The third impact is here, except Kaoru throws the Lance of Longinus <laughs> down from the moon and stops it just as it's kicking hey, off. Hey, why is it on the moon? 
I don't know. Oh, there were multiple ones up there, weren't there? We see multiple ones at a certain point. Yeah, I think there was like in like a flashback to the the 20 years ago shit, maybe. Right. But the spear, you know, yeah. stops, stops uh, uh, Ava Unit 1 just as it's transcending, just as it's about to uh, issue the, the third impact or the continuation of the second impact, I guess. I, they, they say it a couple of different ways. Third impact is stopped and and Kaoru promises that he'll make Shinji truly happy. The end. Um, we skipped over a lot there in a way because of how much of this movie is downtime and is people cooking and people talking with, you know, band-aids on their fingers and <laughs> yeah. all that sort it's, of it's, stuff. It's all is, the stuff that was not in the first one right. at yes. all, period. Yeah. Like, well, And it's to- new versions of that stuff in right. a way, right? Right. So... What do you think? Ling- it lingers in yes, a way. It that, lingers a lot uh, more. Like the first yeah. movie feels like a really long recap show. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the second one feels has the pacing of an actual <laughs> yes. movie yes. Um, in which like ca- ca- scenes have room to breathe that aren't the action sequences, which, you know, in the first movie are the ones that get all the oh, with. Yes. So I remember now mm-hmm. Gendo goes to the moon. Gendo and Futsuki uh, yeah, go to the moon because Nerve has a moon base up there. Right. Zella has a moon base up. One of the two have, have moon bases up there, both. Um, also, there's lots of talk about making the Mark VI is the new goal for the Avas. They want to build Mark VI. Uh, maybe they're turning. Oh, we have to skip. This is the thing. It's like the lore stuff that happens here I don't care as much about as the person stuff. But like also there's another Lilith with the real Lilith mask, the the Lilith the, mask from the, from the show, show is on, yeah, the moon on the moon instead of in the basement. The one in the basement is a different uh, like owly mask. The one on the moon has the purple eye mask that was the, the one from the show. With the logo that C- 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 Z- um, Zella Zella uses. I yeah. looked it up. Yeah, <laughs> well, and, I, and exactly. I guess that's that. Like that's what makes me what I'm curious about. Where all this goes is, I mean, you're noting all these differences, mm-hmm. and so I'm wondering as the viewer. That's like on the more casual side. It was like, w- w- like, are those references, those asides, those like noted differences, things that as a as a hardcore viewer, you can look at and go, ah, ha, ha, like I see, I see. And then at some point it'll like wrap around to that and it'll be like made more obvious to the viewer. Yeah. Like, hey, this is where all it's going. It doesn't matter that you didn't know. Like, I'm just curious, like how much that is going to be foregrounded, like tiered yeah. up in terms of like, we're going to get out of a hammer then and go know, to like, work yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah, and totally. explain like wh- what's going i'm sure because yeah, i'm sure we'll get like some the, i don't know i, I truly I, don't I, know i, I, I truly um, so like go ahead part of me feels like and this is total just talking out my ass but the, there's so much gap between one and two uh like the it was like three or four years i think it was four years it's less than that it was only two years i just oh really oh well, the big yeah, gap was two and three 2009 then. yeah yeah that's three well no, the big gap is three and four sorry which well, which is 2012 yeah. and 2021 2021 yeah got it as the point still stand or the part of the point just is just it's just like you know there's gaps between these movies obviously and i feel like something about the changes that were in one and the changes that were in two feels like they expected people to kind of be like, if you had never watched it, watch the first one, go like, hmm, maybe I should check out the original before I continue, right? Right. There's something about, like, if you're completely new to this. It's a more confident this, movie. Right. Like, it's like, it's, it, like, it feels like how we can settle 
Like we don't have to. Yeah. Like, I, it, yeah, I, I agree. The, the first, the first movie feels, it feels like, like they're extended, less worried. An extended preview of the series. Right. It's like, would you, did you find this interesting enough, even though this was probably extremely hard to follow or get emotionally invested in? Right. Well, we have a TV series for, for you, you and then come back in two years to see the second movie, which is going to like linger right. on, right. on this, this is, stuff. this is how I felt about Mm-hmm. how the like differences in this one are less subtle and it, it yeah it's just telling its own story even though you recognize certain beats you recognize obviously the uh a couple of the angels are the same ones and like but it, it feels like they come at different points in the characters like really like the the way that the relationships have uh evolved is is different there's more uh you know, we have the the, the whole uh, aquarium visit, for example, yep, yep. Uh, of them bonding and stuff that wasn't in the in in the original. Um, there's a lot more characterization going on here than uh, and not not like more characterization. I guess it's more like uh, the characterization has been accelerated. It's it's almost yeah. like I feel no, like it's, they it's, know. Think, it's like the uh, it's like the characters have the like sense that they've done this already or something right like a like a almost like um some sort of intuition of like having done this before that they but they don't know that they've done this before or something like there's like i definitely came into this expecting big plot stuff but what i did not expect were that people would be more honest sooner with vulnerabilities that ray would recognize shinji's kindness that everyone would share that aquarium trip that um you know, uh, specific like the the new scene between Asuka and Shinji in the bedroom, or not a new scene. That's a modification to that scene, right? Where now instead of the awkward Shinji goes to kiss her in the bed without with or or, or whatever happens there, she like oh god, right. drunk, oh, remember I, that the all first that scene, stuff the happened. first scene to purge not drunk, from but my- <laughs> half asleep, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Now it is this like they're facing away from each other, but are talking openly about why they want to pilot Ava's. She's growing closer to him. He's right. growing closer to her and opening up. Um, uh, all that stuff, I think, I think you're right to hit the thing of like, it feels as if they're aware of who the, they are as characters. And, and the thing that I can't help but put that in context with, especially the aquarium scene, is decades of those characters being decontextualized and recontextualized into visual novels, right. into expansions of the fake school setting from the end of, of the right. final episodes of Ava. Do you remember the in 25 or 26, they, they go to that alternate world where they're all just hanging out in school right. and it's, it's like a idiot slice Shinji of life stuff. School, yeah. It's a slice of life show. And like they, there are visual novels that take place in that world. Um, anytime that you see these characters deployed in, again, car commercials or on Kit Kat bars or in that style of um, decontextualized from what the show is – here they are. They're just characters in their elemental forms and relationships. When I see that, that aquarium visit feels like it's those characters in a way. Right. Um, and, and it doesn't, there's a way to do that that I think would have been deeply cynical about their usage in those spaces. Mm. But instead, I think part of what it does is say, if they weren't being exploited to get in the big robots, this is the life they would be allowed to have. Right. They get to have their trials and tribulations as teens who are in weird relationships with each other. You know, they they get to have the the school trips to the aquarium, and that is the thing being ripped from them. And I think part of the reason this work this this movie works so well for me is it found a way to create stakes 
despite us knowing all of the basic plot beats, which is like it slowly hope slowly worms its way into your fucking heart at every fucking beat. <laughs> yeah. You can see what the better choice is and they make the better choice. Rob, go ahead. Well, yeah, like for me, it's um, Ryoji who kind of started like this, this dawning on me. Uh, and then it was it was Gendo, actually, who, like, basically hammered it home. But Ryoji is such an obvious slime when he appears oh, in yeah. the original series. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it is episode after episode of him um, harassing Masato and uh, screwing out of Ritsuko and just generally being a creep who thinks he's suave. There are still elements of that though even there it's almost funnier the way he right. just fucks with shinji is like inappropriate yes also cool. kind of funny little bit um but he's not actually there to mess with any of these people that much like initially you're like there he goes again but the things he mostly does is he wants to have an honest conversation with masato he does he wants to help shinji just learn to like just be cool man just like <laughs> just be and right. like passes that that lesson on and then there's a moment where like he has the sense of fatalism about him where he knows his role in the story is not to get to the end he knows that like right. he's his right. ticket is one way he asks shinji to protect misato because he's the only one who can do it that is not in the original watermelon scene right and and so like that is sort of where like the character still has a lot of the same flaws but they're it is like He's been working on himself in some ways. <laughs> right. Is he still kind of a dirtbag in some ways? Absolutely miserable. Yes. yes. <laughs> but it's not to the same degree, and his goals appear to be more compassionate than they were before. Um, Ejecting his relationship with Asuka. I mean, again, there's a little bit of it with Mari at the top, but she is so much – she is like all of Asuka's confidence and control – rolled into like jacked up to a thousand and you don't get enough scenes of the two of them in contact where you can where it feels that that degree of creepiness uh uh layering in uh in the same way for sure the i guess just to skip ahead the part where it started to hit me that that gendo is this is they're doing something similar with gendo is when ray begs him to have a sit-down dinner with his son and the fact that her plea to him, and now we know again, the reveal, like it, it basically knows that, like, hey, you, you guys, you guys remember this, basically, uh, UA, right? Like, you you remember that this character is also like in this fucked up mm-hmm. uh, Oedipal, Oedipal like nightmare situation yeah. uh-huh. we've got. Uh, she is also like standing in for Shinji's mom. Mm-hmm. And she is trying to bridge the gap just as UA did between like this fucked up father and uh badly wounded son. And the thing is, it felt to me like at every turn in the series where Gendo is offered a chance, to like, Hey, just show a sliver of humanity, man. He quashes it out. He's, oh, he, yeah. he doesn't do it. It's not even in him to contemplate. Why would I do that here? We see he reluctantly agrees Fine. Like, and do I expect that dinner to go well? No. Do I ever believe this party's going to come off? Absolutely not. No. But there's this moment where it's like, <sighs> this Gendo could try for one, like maybe one hour in his entire life, could try to be a decent father. Is that I, enough? No. Does it redeem Gendo? It won't. But, but he went. It's he got in the car. Yeah. 
which is shocking. Yeah. yeah. Kata, Kata, what were you going to say? Uh, no, it just got blown up by remembering that. In t- <laughs> I oh, forgot sorry. the car yes. shot, which is actually car pretty shot. important. It turns because around. Yeah, that, yeah. That, it's actually really funny because the, the shot is mostly of Gendo, but you also see this like very stoic looking driver just fucking doing a 180 drift like in the middle <laughs> of the fucking street. Uh, it's yeah. very good. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I had some questions about the, uh, not valid, like, you know, throughout the series, Gendo has had the fucking, the, the, the Dead Sea Scrolls that supposedly foretell the coming of different angels and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And I wondered whether or not he knew that it would be interrupted no matter what. So it was just like him showing a small, like piece of kindness to Ray, but he knew he wouldn't have to deal with Shinji in the end. Um, but he gets in the car. But he gets, he gets in, the, in car, the car, right? He gets in the car, right? So, yeah, like... <laughs> does, he get, um, does he get in the car for himself or does he get in the car for Shinji? Those are, like, different things. Right. Right? Like, they are. Show, 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 showing up to make your son think that you care about him totally. so he will do the thing that you need him to do right. Is, right. is different than getting in the car 100%. to show up because you actually get... Now, to Shinji, those may be immaterial well, and, like... If you you know it might be fake, but but it, right. like you would still feel like literally anything would be it your opens your, the your door. Caring. It, it right. opens a door, right? right. Maybe it doesn't. Right. Maybe it blows up, and maybe it's fake. But without the door being open to begin with, there is no possibility for a bridge right. to be built between right. the two. I mean, Ray basically says like, all I wanted was to see them laugh together, right? And like in in many ways, if you've ever been in a similar situation like that, that can feel very. That can be a very selfish ask. Like these two people who who are who've been hurt, you know, in this case, Shinji's been hurt so bad by his father to ask Shinji to open himself up for that in some ways for the selfish reason of wanting these two people who you love to be together in your presence can be very selfish. But I think that the, it also is the only way to open up the possibility that even if Gendo goes for ulterior motives, that something can be repaired, that you can have a genuine laugh together could be the first step towards something like healing or, or, or some sort of, re, you know, reparation happening long term. Um, is is interesting, and I think that that is. I, I mean, I think that that gets hit at at the speech that Kaji gives at the aquarium, where Shinji talks about how he doesn't understand that. He's like, "What is that smell? It smells terrible here." And uh, Kaji says, "Like, oh, that is the smell of rotting life. That is what it's. This is what the Earth used to smell like all the time." Um, you know, think, I don't have the exact the exact. Uh, lines here but it, to the effect of like this is what life is like like life is this cycle of of death and rebirth um you know like the just like the movies mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and uh the th- that aspect of like you have to have that that painful embrace of or the painful connection in order to have whatever comes after that is is all throughout the, the way this stuff gets dealt with and it, and it and again kind of pops up in the the big conversation between Misato and Asuka when Asuka's about to get into unit three. Um, and, and Asuka, you know, has gotten this call from, from Ray at this point, uh, where Ray has thanked her for going to get into unit three. Um, and, uh, Asuka says, you know, you know, I don't, I don't like rely on other people, but recently there were times when being around others didn't bother me. I know that sounds strange coming from me. And Misato says, no, it doesn't. You're kind and caring Asuka. And, uh, Asuka says, uh, you're the first person I've ever told that kind of thing to. Now I feel better somehow. Talking with other people feels good, doesn't it? I never knew that. And Misato says, the world is vast and bustling with all sorts of fun things that you don't know about. Enjoy it all you can. <laughs> um, 
And then Asuka talks about how the plug suit is very revealing, which it's Ava, baby. Mm. Here we are. But, but more also, so. Yeah. But more so. Uh, that 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 bit was also like a very funny, like one week from retirement kind oh, of like yeah, moment. Just because you know, you well, know, I mean, if, if you've watched it more for doomed. you know what's going to happen in this Ava. Like you, we, we remember it from when it happened to Toji and just being like, Oh shit. Like, oh yeah, you're gonna definitely learn about, you know, all the mysteries of life. <laughs> uh except it is also such a called shot as well, because like the moment it freeze frames on, by the way, remember who's supposed to be in this Ava? Yeah. He's with his sister. This didn't happen. Here's a really out of context freeze frame <laughs> yeah. to remind you, look, he's happy and he's exiting the story now. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's gone. <laughs> yeah, and you're like and immediately that like for me that is the moment where it's like at various points in the series we get shots of like train tracks shifting yeah. uh you know destination and this feels like one of those moments where it's like here's here's this project throwing a switch mm-hmm. yeah. and like the pivotal moment of the tv series we are now changing it in some profound ways and simultaneously we're changing up the pivotal moments of end of Evangelion where like Asuka's destiny is now also going to be profoundly different because like right. here we have this moment of her still in an, ex- in, in an extremely Asuka way mm-hmm. where she's like, man, I never realized that talking to people would be useful and like interesting and they don't all suck. I love it. <laughs> um, and it's like, that's, that's Asuka coming to that, that understanding Mm-hmm. I don't think she ever gets there in no, the no. in End of Evangelion. Her final heroic like fight to the death is still powered by sheer force of delusion and will. Yep. And like I can do it alone. Yeah. That's it, right? Watch me. Mm-hmm. You say yeah. I can't fucking watch me. <laughs> and she soars to such heights in that moment, yeah. but she dies because of it, right? And yeah. and or is broken because of it. Um and she gets broken here too. But it is not because of that delusion, right? And right. I think that it, it, the fact that she lives from it opens up the space for what can come after that. And we'll see. Like, I, I don't know what to believe leaving this at this movie. <laughs> I don't know where what my instinct is around how they'll continue to treat these characters. One of the things we didn't say about our, our evaluation of the original series was by the end of it, I think many of us felt that it was cruel. Like, it so reveled in hurting these characters and I don't know that I trust Anno and Co. yet because are they giving me these – I think that they're being rendered so lovingly here. Mm-hmm. They're showing us the, the the joy that they can reach and the heights that they can reach and the connections that they can Just make with one Just to tear another. them down and make you feel like shit again. Exactly. Or will they – or will it will it come back around again more like the very end of the original series that reasserts that that need for connection and and – and the the belief that you can push forward and potentially blah 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 blah. I, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Leaving this, I'm not sure. Um, I, another beat here. The thing I'm curious about is how do you think? What do you all think of switching Oscar for Toji in for Toji here? Beyond plot implications, do you think it it works as well? Do you think that it hits harder, less hard, etc.? I mean, I think it. I think partially because of the fact that she's she's done this right. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's not like uh in the Toji situation it's like kind of uh the the whole like uh uh meaning like meaning behind this is like to show, you know, oh, 
uh, this is the way that they've they can the 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 state will coerce people into dangerous situations by being like, oh yeah, you can get your sister better treatment, and like that's mm-hmm. all totally off to the side. This is refocusing on our main characters and their interpersonal things, and I think that bit hit for me really well. It's like, oh, like this is like a really obvious point of like, oh, Ray has uh, Asuka has changed. She is much more connected to Ray. She's doing this favor for her. She doesn't know that it's a mm-hmm. life or death thing. She assumes it's just going to be fine, right? right. So that that is right. a little, little different. But still, the fact that she is doing it at this point where, obviously, like we were just saying in the original, she never gets there, I think did hit, right? Um, especially knowing that there's two more movies <laughs> that um, uh, are going to continue, I mean... Yeah, she's not dead. Like we learn at the end of this movie, that she's not dead. We're, right. Yeah, I'm curious about where she that does goes. the next time on narration. Even right? Is that her? I I, I, I thought that was her. Yeah, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought it might be Mari. I'm not sure. Again, actually. it could be hard. It could be, be hard. Yeah, to, that's the it. energy is so similar <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, um I would. Rob. Yeah, I I don't think it hits as hard, but I think in the series it is such a brutal payoff to a great arc, which has been the slow building of that relationship and friendship between uh, Shinji. We see this poor bastard getting thrust into the same like position as all these other poor children. Like this is where you realize that their school is in the school, right? In the series, you realize it's a holding pen for the sheep to slaughter. Like that's, that's what this is. Um, And the, like the films just aren't interested in that. We've done that. Uh, and so to an extent, like you're not going to get the same effect of this character who wasn't a soldier, never signed up for this shit, uh, just as he is striking up this friendship with Shinji is going to be brutally mauled by unit oh one. Um, that's not gonna hit as hard. And also, nothing's going to hit uh like we now the imagery of it is also we've seen we've seen it. Like right. you're not going to get that confronting like uh, Goya-esque nightmare uh, <laughs> yeah. like imagery yeah. like burned in your brain at the same time. Now when it begins to happen, you're like, yes, here we go. Now we see the, the beast within. When you well, see, see it, it does generate those extra arms now. The yeah. unit, you, the Asuka's unit three. Is that unit three? Am I right? Yeah, about unit yeah. two. Uh, oh, wait. No, no, no. Oh, you, sorry. The yes, black, yes, yes, the black yeah, one. In this case, it, it yeah, yeah. produces fully human, big fully human arms uh-huh. to choke to choke Shinji with. Um, I think maybe it's the one thing there that does work for me in a different way um, that's worth calling out is the meta, the core metaphor of seeing Shinji and Asuka in control of their emotions and their bodies, laying back to back, having that conversation early, develops into here they are, bodies too grown for them, hurting each other uh, in a way that echoes End of Ava, where he wraps her hand in many ways, right? right. Uh, but, but specifically choking her out. Here she is choking him in his in his body too large for him for his body, his body too large for himself uh, on the side of this mountain, being the one who's choking him out until he until not him, the dummy plug. You know, both of them have given up control. Both of them have had control taken away from them by the the kind of uh, cyborg bodies that are too large for themselves, that are out of their control. And I think there's something potent about whatever that metaphor is um uh how you want to unpack it obviously maybe makes it more or less comfortable but but mm. i think that that works in a way that's not that's not you not illegible with toji because the relationship between toji and shinji is also one that is like fraught 
as he's first a school bully in the series in a way that's like Shinji is made fun of and, and pushed around and they become closer and blah, blah, blah. But I think specifically with the way the Oscar relationship is shown here, like that's interesting. You know, yeah. you, you can do something with that. Um, any other big things here? I mean, I feel like w- w- at the end of the day, what did y'all think of the big final heroic turn for Shinji? Shinji at his most action hero. Shinji at his most, I'm going to save the fucking day. <laughs> We've ever seen him. I like, that stuff- I like seeing this motherfucker with some agency. And uh-huh. because I think he, th- I think that's part of the reason that like Rob and I chafed against that original series is, yeah, I mean, this dude wallows in a way that can become like over the course of the series uh, grading in, in a way mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Of, the, of the nature of it being a series and like having to drag out character and plot arcs. Um, but uh, I don't know, like, see, like, I mean, all the characters were active and like seeing that in Shinji, the most like passive you know, mopey motherfucker, like was, was cool and like really gratifying. And like, that's part of the, one of the things that is gratifying at having seen both is getting to see the split between the treatment of those characters and right. what that character is allowed to do, allowed to be portrayed on screen as, um, is like a really satisfying moment that I got to share with my one and a half year old daughter, um, as she put together blocks, good role um, as yeah. I was uh, trying to <laughs> tire her out because she had a cold and then just wanted to be up and play at 1130 at night. Um, but like that, I, I found that to be like really gratifying and actually it was like one of those moments in which like the, the portrayals and, and like variations on theme in this one, I found more interesting and satisfying in, in this version, this take or whatever it ends up being like what this is in relation to um, the original series. Like that worked for me a lot better. Maybe just because it was like happier in a sense, um, <laughs> in, in a sense really, but like, I'm, yeah, it's still, it's, yeah, it leads yeah, there's to, still, well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's still, yeah, there's still like all the, but you know what I mean? Like yes, yes, there's yes. choice. There's the, like, I, I'm, I'm, cho- I'm choosing this action, uh, you know, on the backs of, like even just the way he like w- you know walks away earlier in in these two films ask. like also also feels like it's him saying like I'm doing this like I've cho- and like so they're just like the duality of those and like the the arc that the, there was there for that character that that worked for me a lot do do we remember does anyone remember if that original um uh like reverse threshold shot where we there's like the famous threshold shot about this too. Yeah. Uh, from the, yeah. the early show where he's entering Masato's apartment for the first mm-hmm. time and like kind of starting to open up. Uh, there's this reverse shot of him leaving at that point, and I don't remember that from the original. Is that that feel like that shot. scene is new, right? Because I think that scene is, and it also new. feels and like that is part of one of the one of the like bigger parts of him being more willful in general in this series is that scene and him making that choice to leave, where in the original. He kind of like he when he when he does leave during this moment, it feels less um I don't know, it feels like him him running and less uh him being like, no, I don't know. Um Yeah, no, we did in the original he the the way we see him leave, we see him on the phone in in the uh in his room, but then the big like send off is uh at the, at the train, train station, station already at the right? train station yeah. yeah she drops she drives and drops him off at the train right. station and it's much less of a kind of opening gulf between them two as characters right like here it's masato it, like it, it's felt like masato feels it's also a rejection of her as a caretaker mm-hmm. a little bit um mm-hmm. which also happened in the in the original but this one's this one feels more like the will of shinji doing that rather than him being you know, 
scared to do to continue, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, he's a, he's a more decisive character. Yeah, um, yes, <laughs> decisive. Mm. Um, decisive battle. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I got it. The, um, go ahead. Can we talk about the crazy uh, shit that Mari does to Eva O two and what the fuck is going on there? What does she do to it? Let's talk talk uh, me through it. I forget. It's in the in the final battle, right? Uh, because uh-huh. that because oh, she like ex- she like purposefully activates berserker mode. Yeah. Or is right. that what? Yeah, I guess that's yeah. yeah. She does because that that happens in that fight. So that happens in that fight to Unit One originally. Um, the Shinji gets beat to shit. Right. The armor. That's the, that's the fight where the armor comes off of the Ava for the first time. Um, no, and wait. It, isn't that well? The, yeah, right away. Sure. But but it's where everybody sees it, and it grows back. It's, it's arm. physical humanoid arm. Right. Uh, and it, it's gone berserk before, but this is where all of the restraints completely pop off. Shinji is yelling for it to move. Uh, you know, everyone is going to die if you don't do this. And that's where it like goes down to that low, like crouch, just literally <laughs> above Misato and everybody else yeah. is doing that, like crab walk across the yeah, forest yeah, yeah. originally. And, and Mario is like, yeah, 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 I know the cheat code. Like she literally yeah. says activate berserk cheat code, yeah, basically like beast, mode. <laughs> beast mode. Um, which again is so weird. The relationship between the pilots and the Avis is just not the same here. No, but I do. Th- I do think this these movies do a better job from the go of illustrating there are living organic, like that they are not just piloting robots. Right. Like that there is something underneath here that is alive. Like they haven't fully you know gotten to the point where they're explaining well, it's like the core mystery, right? right? Like in the in the same way. I, I think they dispense with that like fairly Out quickly if you're paying attention. They're like there's I was reading like one of the shots that I'd noticed that it was confirmed and reading like a change list in the first one it was like, oh, it was like a sequence where one of the Ava's like like particles of like breath or whatever like come right, out right, at right. a certain yes, point. Yes. And like I think they even if they're not like laying out the mythos, they are so like in these two films like much more leaning. I think they, what they get away from in terms of the relationship between the pilots and mm-hmm. the Avas, they uh, put a lot more into like, these are living things that they're just like manipulating and controlling in a really grotesque fashion that I found. Yeah. Uh, but their wor- personhood at the same time is just not forward. Right. Like, right. Even think about the, the, okay. So the elevator scene in the original, which is much longer than here. Uh-huh. It's like, <laughs> if you remember, there's like a full minute of silence in that elevator as Asuka and Ray are going down into Nerve HQ and they don't say shit. Nah. And then finally, what Ray says in that original is like, if you don't open your mind to her, your Ava will not move. That's in the middle of a plot arc where Asuka can't get Unit 2 to do anything for her right. anymore. Um, and then like, is trying to be like, hey, you have to be in sync with the person that your Ava is. Um, and here, she instead says, that the Ava is a reflection of the pilot's heart, which is interesting and different in with the way in which Ray is conceptualizing what the Avas are. Right. Um, all she does, she blocks the slap. In the original, Asuka slaps her. Yeah. And you get that image. And here, Ray is like, nah, <laughs> catches <Nope>. that. <laughs> do not, do not. Um, and we get the shot of she catches the arm. She sees, they both see that each of their fingers have been cut from cutting up vegetables and, and doing all the cook prep, cooking preparation, which I think is a neat. Uh, again, the line between pain and connection is slim. Right. Um, 
Uh, yeah. So yeah, do you have more to say on the Mari? Beast I'm just mode? trying to. I'm just trying to work through what I feel about Mari as a character, right? Like at this point, I don't it, think we have enough yet. I've like, it, I've like bracketed her until I know more. Right. It's like, like she's like an accelerant at the end of here a little bit, right? Like literally, yeah. yeah like, uh, and I, I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm probably reading too much into it at this point, so. But it, something about it feels very like, uh, look, like fan think inserts think almost. Evangelion right? needed a chorus, and that chorus needed to be Bayonetta. <laughs> um, and I, I think to a degree that's that's what we're dealing with. Uh, but I have no idea like what this character um, going to turn into. The, and there's like an interesting moment here where there's like a very. Like obviously throughout two, we've, there's lots of changes from the jump, but there's a kind of significant visual marker when Mari first meets Shinji, uh, and she's like she's like halo dropped on top of the school. She is. Or, she is she's like yeah. fucking. She parachutes. Uh, parachutes in. in she's and, complaining to someone on comms. Yeah. That like, well, you're the one who told me to come in. Stealthily, yeah. I'm You're the one who said on site procurement or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a sneaking um, mission. Um, and but, then she sniffs Shinji, which right, okay, uh, yeah. That the, the like the I mean, this is stuff of Mari that's collision. Like, I, I, I yeah is whatever. But like the thing I I noted right, from that right. scene was the 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 um his uh, fucking uh, Walkman, right? Uh. The 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 God. thing that continues always to go back and forth between twenty six and twenty twenty six and twenty five, uh, mm-hmm. finally goes to twenty seven. Like which you, oh does it? Yes, like the song. Ooh, I didn't know there's a that. new song there, right? Like which it feels like right. her insertion in here is becoming more of a catalyst for divergence between the originals and right, this right one, right. Sure. Um, but yeah, like that, I, I immediately clocked. That. I was like, "That's never been twenty-seven. What the fuck is going on here?" And uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, wonder how much more her role. I'm curious. I'm, I'm actually like very it's gonna curious. Be huge. Which, it has to be huge, right? Yeah, right. Well, like it already has been because things are so far off the rails at this point. Yeah. and who could say? But um, also, just just MVP to Ray in this whole one, where like I don't think we've ever we talked about Shinji being more yeah of an Ray agent too. Yeah, but like Ray steps up. Ray has 100%. lots of conversations. Oh, and she Ray. does. She does this this self sacrifice thing at the end, which she did in the original, where she like tries to shove an end to mind towards this angel. Yeah. Right in the original, mm-hmm. it felt like, or at least like my my memory of it felt more like it was because she was told she was like because she was she knows to a certain degree that she's expendable. She's the- Right, like yeah. that she's uh-huh. a clone. In this one, it mm-hmm. feels like she is worried, like about her friends, and like actually, like is doing it because she thinks it'll work. I mean, to do right, she says as much. She right. says, "I have to do whatever I can do to make sure that Shinji never has to pilot Neva again." Right, right. that's her motivation it's, here. Yeah, it is. It is. Is it influenced by the fact that she knows that she's replaceable? Yes, Probably. because <laughs> she says as much to Shinji at the end. There, right? right? She says as much that like you can't save me. Right, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And he insists that no, this particular ver- – I mean, he doesn't know. Right. But he does say that you're you're, you're valuable right. um, in a way that is about her specifically, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you can extrapolate that stuff out because uh, to Rob's point, the school is a holding pen for replacement pilots in the same way that the literal, you know, vat of, of, uh, of 
raise is a is a, mm-hmm. a pen of replacement pilots um uh and so like it's it's extrapolatable which you never that, see that, here so, which is no we just see her in the tank in the in the recovering, recovering the orange the, tube yeah. yeah um so i don't know is there are there more rays here i have to imagine yes the, the people talk about her in that way right it seems but we haven't seen them right uh i guess we see we see a pull of them around her in the angel like we see like other rays clinging to the ray self inside of the angel briefly but i think that that's it yeah um, oh and on the core that's what that's where that's you see I mean. a bunch yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. in the in it's the angel exactly. core at the end yep uh i'm looking at my notes here why does mari have cheat engine installed <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> uh, but then yes the ray with shinji's like there's stuff here that just hits for me because sometimes it, the shit just hits. <laughs> and Ray in the core holding on to Shinji's cassette player. Yeah. That shit just hits. Yep. I you know, the end of this the end of this is the straightest that Ava has ever been, somehow. The the special boy is going to save his girlfriend shit. <laughs> right. Um, but I think that in the world in which this story and this specific movie is about characters being upfront about what their desires are and the, the connections they want to maintain and the lengths that they'll go through to make that happen that shit still hits for me in a really moving way uh, like it just fucking works the the thing i am just dreading that the fact that it is it is so uh like mecha hero's journey anime moment mm-hmm. yeah does make me think that like we got a lot of runtime left, and I'm just dreading the. There, you got your fucking fan service, right? You happy now, aren't you? You great, you, you sexy shit, <laughs> and then some sort of like really hateful like turn is coming. But but I'm hopeful that the marker has been put down, which is that the interest has shifted in terms of what this is doing, um, right. like what its goals are 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 different. Yeah, um, and also like I, I I did see enough that like there's a time skip coming. And that right away interests me because, like, the thing is, so Ava is such a show about adolescence and the Mm -hmm. unnavigability of it. And I think one of the things that makes it deeply unsettling in the end is it gets into the messiness of, like, um, adolescent sexuality, but they're surrounded by adults who are also basically overgrown adolescents. And then also it doesn't have any satisfying resolutions or answers to to offer any of these characters. It's like it is yeah. so from within the point of view that at no point can it step outside and be like, so what what ends the story? What story are we telling? And instead, it ends up being like this tonal construction of like, hey, want to see like one like a metaphor for like depression and alienation. And then it's like, here's the big culmination of our story. It's a big, artistically rendered, allegorical, depressive spiral. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's like, goodbye. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. Um, and so I'm really curious, like, what a time skip signifies where it's like an Ava that imagines these characters, like, as adults, like, growing into them. Like, already I'm kind of intrigued by, like, what does that yeah. mean? What does it What does it mean for Shinji to you grow up? You have a sense of how long that time skip is in your mind? <sighs> Like I think in the I think on Amazon it straight up says like oh it does okay you don't like, don't, don't, don't tell me Patrick, don't, don't tell Patrick don't tell Patrick don't tell Patrick don't tell Patrick but you don't know the time skip too much already uh huh yeah the next time the point is these characters were sort of trapped in amber. 
both yes. emotionally uh-huh. yes. and yep. developmentally. And it has been fucking shattered. A spear came yep. down from heaven <laughs> and shattered the amber. Just that's that's what, what you know. How else to describe being a teenager? That's it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> a spear came down from I mean, heaven. The, the thing I think about uh, as as we go forward in the next two is like, who is this for? Right. Yeah. So like the end of Evangelion, like the action, like the, both the end of Eva and then like the movie end of Evangelion, like is like it's about Anno. It's about the fans. It's about the fandom. It's about like the culture around Ava. Like it is very metatextual fourth wall, like playing in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the decision to, you know, I kind of alluded to this earlier is like, well, how much of like, is this built upon like, like Anno just unwilling to let like other people like revisit Ava. And it's like, so I'm going to guide this like financially driven, like revisiting how much of this is Anno is older I'm not not necessarily why just older the datification like, of Evangelion. Is <laughs> well, I just mean like if he's going to revisit these characters, like yeah. what does that mean? And is he doing it for himself through like getting older, like learning more about himself and like learning more about these? Ca- I just I'm so curious what the lens is, given the mixture of lenses and the kind of like middle fingers from Otto that like existed within like Ava itself at the audience, like, mm-hmm. you know, like. Is this like him bringing full uh, closure to these characters for himself or is it for the audience? Like, obviously, you can't separate the two because that's true of all art. And Ava especially like didn't run from that and embraced the notion that like there was an audience that was like influencing how these things were being interpreted and created as this story was written and produced in real time. And so I'm just so curious what these movies make of that relationship, whether it, how it touches on them, how mm-hmm. it doesn't touches on them. And it's like the conclusion of the story. Is it for Anno? Is it for the fans? Is yeah. it for both? And like, where does it come down on that relationship? Cause I find it so hard to imagine the way that previous series ended that it couldn't some, it feels like it has to revisit that to some degree. Um, whether it's as fourth wall breaking as like, you know, you know, actual live action footage of people watching a movie in a movie theater you know, I want to say probably not, but who the fuck knows? And I'm that's what I like is like the big questions I'm thinking yeah. about for the next two is like, how does it handle that idea? What does it care about? Like, what does Anno think of that experience decades later? One of my big questions going forward is whether it wants to be there are lots of ways to wrap something like this up. Um, some of them draw some of them feel like periods at the end of a sentence and some of them feel like colons about to enumerate a list. Um, you think about the 20 years between the end of Ava and and now, I mean, longer than that now, 25 years or whatever since, since then. Um, there is a real, again, it's, it's a franchise with a capital F. It has had so many little spinoffs in the world of games and the world of uh, manga, etc., that have used every little bit of space to retell stories, to tell them in different ways, etc. Um, uh, I'm curious if th- if three whatever three point plus one point the final one, the fourth one of these does, will that be? Will we continue to see the introduction of new elements and new characters? Is the is one of the the kind of meta goals, the introduction of Mari as a character who will now be able to sell merchandise up for the next 30 years? Or is her presence here about something else? Uh, is it both, as is often the case with franchise anime, right. to sell merch and also to intro- and also to say something in, in some way? Um, 
you know, one of the things about End of Ava, which I have, again, lots of, it doesn't sit, it doesn't sit well in my heart, even though I know part of its goal is to not sit well in my heart, um, uh, feels like it rejects that part of the Ava machine, right? Mm -hmm. There are lots of things in End of Ava that are cool as shit, like the Asuka fight scene, but like, it's hard to sell merch of a lot of the stuff in end of Ava. <laughs> um, it does. It resists that style of appreciation yeah. or at least to the degree that regular Ava does. Right. Like I want, I mean, one of the biggest things missing from these rebuilds, obviously is the jet. What's the name of that thing from Ava? The jet, uh, jet alone, the, the fucking uh, goofy ass. Goofy, yeah. The one, <laughs> uh, robot that Misato has to climb into. And like, you know, it, it loses that sort of monster of the week, fun toy stuff. I mean, it still has those monsters here, but it isn't leaning in that direction. And End of Ava has way less of that in a real way than the main series did. So I'm curious if three and four are going to end up feeling like moving in that direction where it's like, nah, this is going to get, we're not going to be able to explain any of this shit. It's not going to come to a nice, simple close. And it's going to do that in order to prevent the sort of objectification in in a real sense, the reification of these ideas, of these, these stories and characters into toys, or if it's going to, in 10 years, are we going to see movies set in the world of, of Ava 4? Do you know what I mean? Is this going to launch a new Ava universe that Studio Kara can continue to work in forever? I, I don't when know. When will J.J. Abrams get the rights to Ava? Jesus. And finally, set this, Christ, finally set this in New York City like it was always destined to be. An American Ava. Where, where Shinji <laughs> digs deep and believes in himself and the power of friendship and like uh-huh. whoops those angels' asses. Joseph uh, Gordon Lovett is. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it could be rough. Dude, we're already getting the fucking Gundam live action oh. that I'm already. Uh, it's going to be a nightmare. Oof. Sorry to Jordan Bot Roberts fans, but I'm not a believer <laughs> that that is going to be I good get, at all. But I think you have. You've hit on something, though. With Ava, and then a, end, of, uh, end of Ava, it was. I think I know what this is doing. It's very, very cool. And then hard downshift into something (laughs) else hard right turn Uh and it's like oh i didn't know what this is doing i don't know what this is doing oh god i see what it's doing and i fucking hate it now once again i'm like i have no idea what this is doing like is it (laughs) is it like you know you know we need ava just needed to end on a high note that was the mistake we made is human instrumentality was the friends we made along the way and that's the that is the mission statement for the new uh the the ava rebuild and like Mm. as much as part of me would find that gratifying and vindicating if anna was like Ooh, okay uh the third impact and like the the part where the kid masturbates on his friend and a coma like (laughs) You know, all really, you know, what if Stop it? I, I, I got rid of I got rid of these things. What if the I just don't chill? Come back in. He's just a good boy <laughs> who learns to be a good man and with his friends, like saves the world. And if it's that, I'm like, part of me would be like, ha, yeah, I'm vindicated. But part of me is also that's a much less, much less provocative and interesting story than a lot of what Ava was doing. You know what I mean? I love mm. like 16 episodes. I adored. Uh-huh. And I remember. already I'm like, well, we're also kind of not doing with those 16 episodes we're doing. Right. We're doing a different thing. Yeah. yeah. And in some ways, like a more fan servicey, like straightforward one. What makes it complicated is that it's in dialogue with this prior work where we're yeah. like, oh, it has to be deeper than this. Because the original right. work was deeper. 
what's amazing at the end of this movie, if if Haru doesn't show up with the spear, the end of this movie is Rei and, and Shinji finally come into contact with each other. Their hearts open to one another and every human on the earth dies. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the, yeah. the, what, what goes forward from the credits. If that's the end of – if that is the new end of Ava, it's – Human instrumentality is good, actually, because cool music played while it well, happened. I mean, it happened the first time anyway, yeah. I guess. Uh, but because our 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 protagonists are in touch with one another when it happens this time, and and in a in a real loving and open way, and that means but good. But it but but that's you know what I but mean. It's, it's interesting by to see the fact that it was Gendo's doing. I feel like. But it isn't. It isn't Gendo's doing. It is. I think there's a or the he, film in the sets in the movie. Up, he says, "I don't know if that's two or one." At it, one all point, to plan effectively. He definitely right? does yeah. say, "Now I'm trying. I'm gonna push Shinji and Ray together." Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. And I think totally. But I. But I. But you can't erase that. Someone saying that, and it and it truly coming from the wills of the hearts of the people. Right can both coexist. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, this is what I'm saying though. It's like it, it's it's both it's both things and I think that's important to I feel like we're going to find out like I don't I don't actually remember much of 3 but like mm-hmm. from where we can move it feels like what they're going to explore is that sort of like w- w- um the to what degree fate, was that manipulation right, to what the, the fate was- of 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 these characters now like completely changed being whether or not like Gendo's bullshit is um like um because because you know it looks like we've done this before right it looks like and Kaoru seems to know that we've done this before right like oh yeah 100% Kaoru definitely seems like that Robert. let me also toss in that here's the so the original series to this point had also become much more interested in second impact by now. Uh, we had had that entire inscrutable episode that is like close circuit camera footage. Oh, yeah. Right. When all the shit goes down and yeah, we yeah, know yeah. a lot more about Masato's father in yeah. all this. Like we know her origin story. All of this has been held back. We only get the allusion to it uh, yeah. briefly from Ryoshi, but like it doesn't, it is not, it has not been made explicit. Mm-hmm. And so like there is, there, there is yet another gun on the wall, which is that her motivation and characterization are probably the most incomplete compared to what we've mm-hmm. seen the character be in the show. Um, and they've also, like we know from just like, Everything we've seen, like when they zoom out on planet Earth, like we we've now know we now know that like second impact was different here. Right. Um and so I think this is the the other thing I'm really curious to see where it goes is um in terms of beats the the show, a beat the show is conspicuously avoided is discussing that aspect of what lore and Masato's relationship to it. Yeah, totally. My question ends up being, okay, if we're in a time loop, where does that time loop begin? Are we is the world stuck between second and third impact over and over again? Right. Is the second impact of this world the third impact of the last world? And like oh this, my this, god, it's lost. Right. I mean, we're in it. Wow. We're in the puzzle box. <laughs> you That's you want to convince me to like this show? <laughs> puzzle box time. Uh <laughs> Ava rebuild. We have to go back. We have to go back. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. It's 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 that would yeah, uh Ray and Shinji are, are are they escape 
they they escape uh, this this loop, and then they realize the people beh- that they left behind are too important, and the, they're parts of the mystery left unsolved. You See, know? the problem is I just played a very bad time loop video game that has left a <laughs> terrible I'm taste sorry. in my mouth. Oh, um, so, so you now, you, yeah, welcome, welcome. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got all the way around to, to, f- to completely fuck that game. Um, Talk about twelve minutes, right? We don't need to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll we get next yeah. week. If you hear incest themes done right, look no further than Ava. Don't accept no substitutes. Well, 12 minutes, a game y'all hate so much you now love Ava. Love it. Incredible. (laughs) I think everyone should play 12 minutes because I want you to film yourself when you see certain things happen. You should experience it for yourself. Don't read about it. I'm going to need a a spoiler podcast from y'all. You are going to need... No, I want you you to to play. I want you to get to the moment. You don't have to finish the game. You have to get to a specific... We'll talk about it on a different... We've already talked about it on a different podcast because this comes out on a Wednesday. Right. (laughs) Right. You're right. You're right. People already heard it. All right. This is almost like a time loop itself. Give me a code. Yeah. I don't want to buy that game. Y'all it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Oh, it's on Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, I'm just going to oh, go yeah, play game it on Game Pass. Pass. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There you go. All right. It sounds like we're, we've come to the close of this. Uh, a surprisingly upbeat podcast for Ava. Now, if the, the episode The been- episode 16 <laughs> of Ava of podcasts. We were, I want to say, uh, I think we were already skeptical of some things around the way the the show had sexualized characters had already kind of made us take some some bit of a turn the way it was just like it just couldn't stop doing it, et cetera. It marinated th- in it and to a degree yeah, that, that, that I think that we, that really, we felt yeah. compelled to have that conversation over and over again. Um whereas here and it still does it again. It still does all that stuff here. Uh but but it's it's somehow both both more and less fan service and yeah. uh, and every in every uh version of the world. I mean what I was getting at before about the Shinji heroic super robot ending here is like yeah he does it and then the 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 uh the reward for that is the destruction of the earth or the impending destruction of the earth that doesn't come to pass because Koru gets involved uh but in any case we'll wrap back around in a week i guess i don't know i'm, I'm pretty sure we'll come back next week with the rest of this or later this later this month i don't know what our schedule is I'm, I'm gone in a few weeks, so yeah, I think we'll try to do Wednesday to Wednesday. I'm excited to watch the rest of this at this point. Yeah, like, so much. Yeah, and and I hope that my my belief is that it will be completely new stuff from here on out. Basically, it feels like we are done recapping. It feels like we're on a new track. We've switched stations, and uh, we've gone from a from a train into a spaceship. We're going to entirely new destinations at this point. <laughs> a spear was thrown from the fucking moon. Yeah. So, which what if this is, is just entirely opposite? about Kaoru just wanting like a second chance to like just be cooler when he meets Shinji? Yeah, just like, <laughs> it's like not uh, not God, put it on so much. Just pretty. Good. I came on too strong. I always do this. I I'm always like, do it. Hey, what's up? Start Dylan? the loop over. Like, why start did I say that? Over. Why did yeah. I say Lillian? Why did why I say that? So weird, Kaoru. Why did I start by standing on top of a statue of an angel? I think I kind of gave away the ghost a little bit right away. What if instead I just show up at a bar or I show up at a concert and we next time lock eyes? I'm not even going to be like, I'm going to make out like I'm not even interested in uh, what they got in the basement. Ca- casual. I'm just going to be casual. Yeah, what movies do you like, Shinji? Oh, like, oh, you made a mixtape? It's 28 hours long? <laughs> awesome. I love <laughs> the it. same song on repeat. It's cool. I love it. It's cool, yeah, actually. That's so cool. You're so different. <laughs> Godspeed. Godspeed to both of them. I'm very curious how their relationship is going to be yeah. framed, given all of this. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Let Shinji be a bi king, please. <laughs> All right. We are going to wrap this up. We'll be back next week. I hope you enjoyed this. I enjoyed it. As always, you can continue to support our work by going to waypointplus.com, waypointadvice.com, everything else. Uh, you should send questions in. Gaming at vice.com, subject, Ava, question. Human instrumentality polycule. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's where it was all uh-huh. going. In a sense, isn't isn't human instrumentality already, <laughs> already? Yeah, the world's yeah, biggest polycule? Of, yeah. <laughs> We're all just blended together, baby. <laughs> All right, bye. That's it. Why did I see that? Uh-huh. All of us singing Fly Me to the Moon. Yeah, oh god. Incredible. I need I need to fucking eternal sunshine in my brain so I don't remember rebuild. God damn it. All right. That was good. Easy. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Two hours? Yeah. Something like that? Just over mm-hmm. two hours. With now, a the movie version of our podcast, uh-huh. this is the hard cut to the end of the next recording. We're like, I can't believe it happened again. <laughs> Covered like, in blood. Again. Why did I see yeah. that? Uh-huh. I need, yeah. I need to fucking eternal sunshine my brain so I don't remember uh-huh. rebuilding. In a, in a world it. where we're, we're, we're releasing these further apart, to be able to put in oh, some sort so of good. clip of our reactions to oh. it would be so oh, fucking yeah. funny. It'd be so good. It'd be so good. All of us singing Fly Me to the Moon. Yeah. Oh, God. Incredible. All right. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.